Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz. With me always is Josh Fisher. Uh, hey, but we also have up? a we also have a special guest today. Show me reviews from YouTube. Hi. How you doing? I am <laughs> I am doing. What's up, guys? I'm I'm uh, yeah. happy to be over here. <laughs> that's not that's my new favorite. How you doing? I'm doing. Yep. <laughs> I'm not fine. I'm not great. I'm not bad. I'm just here. I just exist. Um, I'm fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're really happy to have you here to talk about I Am Mother and Stranger Things Season 3. Um, uh, if you guys are new to the show, uh, what Josh and I, and now Shoki, uh, do here is we talk about two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, what have you, Amazon Prime specifically. Um we, we give our thoughts and impressions, and then we give a grade at the end. Um, if uh, uh, if our shows do have spoiler talk stuff, we will mention that before we get into spoilers, so just so you know. Uh, sometimes the shows we, ha- we talk about do have heavy themes, so if there's something in one of these shows that maybe isn't to your liking, go ahead and skip it. Um, but uh, with that being said, guys, um, should we hop into the first show? We can. Yeah, yeah. The first thing we're going to talk about today is the Netflix original movie, I Am Mother. Uh, It's been out for about a month, but the synopsis is it focuses on a teenage girl that has been raised underground in a repopulation center uh, after a worldwide global extinction extinction event that wiped out mankind and she's raised by a very kind android that she is refers to as mother <clears throat> over time uh you see that it advances and their unique bond is threatened when an inexplicable stranger arrives with alarming news so this movie yeah. has a very small cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Te- two or uh, technically three? Four. Four. What's the fourth? Uh because you have a voice actor uh in Rose Byrne as mother, but the actual suit actor is uh Luke Hawker. Uh, he actually he actually designed the suit he, too. Yeah, I have a whole bit on that. Uh, Tested did a video interviewing him at what a workshop where he was a supervisor on building it and he was the suit actor. Yeah. So it's a, it's, I honestly, honestly didn't know. I like, I, I figured there was some mocap situation or something to that regard. No, but, it uh, was 100% real. Yeah. Except, That's except, awesome. except for the drones later in the show, uh, which yeah. at least one of those was probably practical, but they didn't go over that one. They went over the mother's suit. The fact that it actually worked, it lit up and everything else like that. I took down some notes where a lot of it is like printed nylon, 3D printed stuff. Uh, including titanium parts, um, and it was so tight. Like uh, a lot of times, he's like got circulation cut off in his limbs and stuff like that, and they would be out there for like eleven hours at a time, and he's got to cram into this little robotic suit that's barely bigger than his own body. 
and that weighs ni- wow. 95 pounds. All right, yeah, that's awesome. The suit that. weighed 95 pounds? Yes. <laughs> and most of the... That's heavier than the RoboCop suit that Peter Weller had to wear back in the 80s. Yeah, and that was actually spread out amongst his body, whereas most of the weight yeah. of the mother suit is actually uh, on, the back, on his back. On the torso. Yeah, he's a, it was ridiculous. But uh, it was actually really cool. If you, I suggest checking that stuff out. And, oh, t- and I guess technically there was one other person who was operating the the light and camera gimmicks on the face by uh by remote. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. Uh, yeah, um, I also imagine there might have been. A... Yeah, and technically babies, they have babies and small children as well. But you know, they they were on screen for uh, only a little bit of time. Yeah, I guess there is a there's. I mean. You could say that the little girl was played by two different girls, technically. Yeah. So they had um, two small, two younger actresses uh, before she got to her uh, teenage age daughter, the character yeah. as daughter. Um, yeah. Which uh, one thing I found interesting about it was the fact that she was never given a name. Just yeah, daughter. No, I picked yeah. up on that too. I think but... that that to me that that adds a level of of what mother was trying to do like the whole the whole plot of the movie and the ending kind of cements this is that everything is being controlled by her. um yeah, spoilers spoiler alert for everybody. <laughs> spoilers yeah. five I mean, that, seconds the into thing, the movie that's, <laughs> that's the that's the thing about this about this podcast is like we watched it we want to talk about it in its entirety it's a movie it's yeah. really hard to not talk and, about and hopefully it, you but. guys watched it before listening to these this conversation um, that's that's the goal yeah um <laughs> but uh no you're, uh, you're right though it's it's uh they literally set up the mother-daughter dynamic and yeah. they, they couldn't get it any more literal than that um but because most apocalyptic like robot apocalypse stories are in the middle of it or like how it began but what would happen if that ai that did that like got to a point where it wanted to repopulate the earth. Like that's fucking fascinating. Yeah. Like, so fascinating. I I likened a lot of this movie to uh Terminator. And then I think be, yeah, I think because, there's a lot of influence from that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because Mother is straight up Skynet. Yeah, wiped out wiped out the wiped out humanity and decided to replace it with a better humanity. Now in the opening scene, you know, you see this bunker and you yes. see this this android come online and you see her take the embryo. I'm gonna to refer to it as her because you know she goes by mother, she has the feminine voice. Yes. Yeah. Uh you, you see her take the embryo and you see it's no you see how it's labeled. Yep. Like AX zero or AX zero one. Yep. And you see it incubate the baby, and then you see, uh, you know, you kick a baby in 24 hours. Yeah, I from thought, embryo to full I found that, that was awesome. I, I didn't catch that at first. I was like, what is that timer? And then I realized, oh, crap. It was the second go round, I realized what it was. I was like, how, yeah, how yeah. do they speed grow a baby in 24 hours? Like, I was like, baby's done. Yeah. Ding. Get it into heaven. Here's my question is, is, did the robot try this multiple times before? Yes. Uh, well, that was the first attempt we see. I caught on though because it said the first, you know, when the first went well, the the little girl. She's talking to her. She's like, "Can I have a brother or sister?" She's like, "In time." Yeah. And then it cuts and it says thirteen thousand six hundred five hundred eighty six days. Thirteen thousand six hundred eighty seven days, which is thirty seven okay. years. Thirty seven point four years. Yeah. So I did the math, and then there's this girl. I was like, 
There ain't no way that girl's 37 years old. No, because she's, she's no about 16 way. in the movie. Well, it turned out she was 18 because oh, she, she, 18? You know, when she's taking her exam, yeah. I noticed at the very top, and it's really quick, flash, and subtle, but if you go back and screen grab it, it says AX03. Yeah, no, they, I was like, they show you I was that like, later. She's not the original. I was like, she That's is not the original. See, I, did, I didn't catch it then. It, it wasn't until the obvious reveal, but I, I knew that it was like the same concept. Like, okay, there's which no, obvious reveal are you talking about? Are you talking about when she finds the bones? When she finds the bones, but then she goes to the embryonic chamber and discovers that she's the third. There are two. Yeah, she's the third. And, oh, and she finds okay. the file on AXO2 that had been aborted. Um, at God knows what age. Uh, well, my, my seven years, seven, seven years okay. old. Uh, by, seven. by the way, the actress. But here's the thing. Yeah. Does that make Hillary Swank's character number AXO one? one? It does. That's what I was that's, thinking. That's my theory. She's number one. It's and, left very ambiguous, very open, but I think she was the first. I don't think it was, See, that, was that ambiguous, though. Be that was my thought, too, because, like, she said that she was only used for a purpose, and her purpose was over before you know closing the container unit. Yeah. Which, and 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 uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I want to say supposedly, but it's kind of you know highly um, uh, leaning toward. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Implied. There you go. Highly implied. That Heavily implied. It was, mother, it was all but said her. out loud. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think it's like I don't think it could have gotten a lot more implied than it was. Right. Um, well, because it's off screen, so it has to be technically implied, but I don't think anybody experienced that scene and went, oh, maybe not. Well, um, yeah. after the speed growing idea, uh, part of me thought is maybe they can also slow the growth. Like, that's why it was 37 years. Um, I was just like, ma Something. maybe maybe they can slow the metabolism down, and that's what it is. Which, by the way, the uh, for anybody interested, the the actress Clara Rugard Larson, uh, who is uh, Finnish, uh, is actually only twenty one. So she was twenty one playing an eighteen year old. So there's that. So, so not a far stretch. No, not a far stretch um, at all. And she also has very very similar facial features to Hillary Swank. Uh, a lot of it very what? similar in the cheekbone structure and the nose. Eyes and were the, the same color. The, the hairstyles the same. I, I was thinking that these embryos were, clones. were all clones from the same female line, and the males would be the same way. I think it's basically. I think that two was samples a, just cloned. I think that was a throwaway though to lead you that way because they wanted you to start bonding to her. But I think that was also specific grooming by mother for this scenario to lead to the fact that, okay, she's going to see similarities in number one and then uh -huh. she'll try to bond to her. She'll be curious because I've left her alone all this time. Because honestly, the way that it's done, because it alludes to like, wait, I had the same question. Why would they only do one at a time? That doesn't, repopulate anything if the idea is to repopulate earth you, they would do batches they would do enough batches that this generation can grow to maturity be able to mate and start doing other things once educated well, and then you start get, the next you want to get the ideal one first once you get the ideal but one. we didn't know that the ideal was the concept until later that we wanted yeah. a perfect a perfectly trained human so to speak um, which we get into her training very early on when she starts getting into moral dilemmas, like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Uh, uh -huh. with the, right. You know, you got these five people and then a sixth one shows up who's sick. 
would you take organs from the five to fix the sixth one? What if the sixth person... Or no, you or take the, the organs from the six to fix the five. That was the other way, yeah. First, the first person is totally curable. Yeah. You cure them, they live healthy lives, but the other five die. Yeah. Well, this or is the, you this is the train leave it untreated exactly. and harvest the organs from it and save the five people. Or the person who is who could save the five is the doctor. Yeah. That could do it. It's like, does a doctor sacrifice themselves to save the other people? And like, and then she brings up the argument of aren't, isn't all life equal and valuable? And then she said, well, I don't know anything about these people. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're evil or if they're useful. You know, it's like not everybody technically worth the same. Life itself yeah. may be equal, but actual value as a person is not. And I think that's one one of the things that she saw in this daughter that was a little different than previous iterations. Yeah. Well, that's my question is like, are the – is that jawbone she found, is that from previous experiments that's that from, Mother did? That's from or number two. That was, that was from number two. So she'd only how done do three. How do we know yeah. exactly that's from number two? Because well, it showed that she had been aborted. And it had only been 34 years. I mean, she could have done more. Yeah. So she could have done more. So Because it was that, a pretty adult. It was like a large jaw. So nah, I nah, it was small, dude. It was pretty small. I it looked small to me. It was large. But, I, all right. Well. But right. okay. So here's here's one question brought up by uh, number one, as we'll refer to as. A, actually, Hillary Swank's character is, is actually uh, credited as woman. She's just. Yeah, she's not named she's, either. She's yeah, just she's named credited woman. as woman. So uh, at one point, she was probably girl. <laughs> it's like your name evolves yeah. as you get older. But the question is, was she the – so she, if we assume that she was the first to come out of this repopulation center, is everything that she remembers, quote unquote, just false implanted memories or were the minds ever a real thing? Because I, – I like to I, think – Go I ahead, like to Greg. think that mother intentionally raised her in the way that she did. Yeah. And um, basically put her through a scenario growing up where she had to survive against the robots that, you know, because she controls everything. Yeah. Did, weren't killing her, but making her life miserable. And uh, intentionally was getting to the point where, like... You know, kind of, kind of slowly pushing her back towards the bunker to to interact with the girl and all that stuff. So I do agree with you guys that she was, you know, grown in that in that same lab, but like she it was seemed... abandoned early, early on before she could develop any real memories because she says, "I was found by a family when I was an infant." You yeah. Know? Right. So my 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 curiosity is like how. How much has Mother actually done in regards to setting this scenario up? And I think all we of know it. that with well, we know that within this when within this like grouping of of kids that she's the third, right? Or mm -hmm. daughter yeah. is the third. So yes. right. My question is: is that those those letters that are before the number in the on the? Oh, I thought about that too. Name? Is that a generation thing? Right, so I'm curious, like, how long has she been doing this? Uh, I think it's well. I would assume A would be the first. Well, considering that we see that she pulls AX01, you know, there's other numbers in there too, but the three that she's shown since the beginning of the uh, the movie, which was day one or day zero, I should say, um, yeah, they've only done three. 
and they show you that yeah. on screen. So, but my my real question was, were those other people that uh that woman interacted with throughout her life, were they ever real or was the human race completely extinct at that point? And it's all training and it's all false memories. Right. Just it, to push see, her to that point. And she's really been alone. Be one, yeah. It could be one of the two false memories or mother created those other humans as well. well uh, actually, I'm of a different theory. I think they were real people. I think they were the leftover remnants of the extinction level event that were trying very hard to make their lives out, uh, live their lives the best they could in these underground mines. Uh, I think they actually existed. I think there were people that she knew, but they had long since, you know, died out. Yeah. And I think she was placed there intentionally by mother, probably by one of the drones nearby where they'd be found. Yeah. And raised to be in terror of these droids. So, in order to use her as bait to draw out the location of the last known pocket of humanity. And, you know, this is probably only one facility. There was probably, you know, multiple facilities worldwide. I had that so thought this is only too. Taking place in one region. I don't. I don't. I don't think that it was like that. I think that this is literally it, pa- pared down and genetically engineered enough people, uh, that you could restart the human. Sixty three thousand embryos is easily enough to restart the population quickly. Yeah, and enough no, and enough genetic diversity to... that you wouldn't have any inbreeding problems. Yeah. But she 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 definitely trained uh one the girl <laughs> to to ba- grow a baby like yeah 100% she so, she was training a uh, mother 2.0 human mother really is what she was yeah, training yeah, yeah. which that's which exact. ultimately is where the movie does she wanted something that was empathetic and that is purely for the existence of making humanity better with mm-hmm. deep morals and is strictly worried about the next generation and making sure that it lives, which is why she abandoned a woman to go back for her brother, which right. I yep. would assume would be called I son. <laughs> but one of the, one of the shots in this, one of the shots in this movie that kind of gives more information about who mother is and what she's been doing that I really enjoyed was not directly talking about, but showing that she had been growing crops and yeah, for two she reasons, was prepping. for food and to re restabilize the the uh, atmosphere, so yeah. that way it was breathable again. So I she loved had, it. I was like, "That's she, so brilliant!" So whatever the extinction event was, whether it was nukes or disease, which we found out the disease and stuff was a lie in the first place. Um, supposedly, anyways. I think it was just mother. I think it was but, just mother killed off humanity to restart it. Yeah, but I think she also wanted to make sure it was unlivable. So if there was any humanity outside, they wouldn't be truly functional they would die off eventually struggling or be killed by the drones or droids rather um which we see set up throughout all the interactions between mother and uh, woman um because you know she fears it she's like i don't trust it i know it's gonna kill me it may look different than the other ones that i've seen but they're all the same and you know that was one clue that we didn't we didn't get you know, when she says they're all the same, it's like, literally, they are all the same. They're all yeah. mother. But it's the like idea she is the one entity inhabiting all of them simultaneously. Yeah, she's, she's Skynet. You know, she's in, inside everything. Nothing has a thought of its own. It's all being controlled across the world. But like you said, uh, starting to regrow crops, which, of course, you go for corn. It's quick. It's easy. And you can also use for fuel, not just food. 
and it can also be yeah. food for other things, which uh, we don't know if animals have survived this apocalypse except for a rat, yeah, a rat and a dog. We saw we saw a mouse and a dog. Yeah. yeah. So, um, did anybody else get okay? Whenever they did the exam, her final exam, uh, was it a bit brainwashy or was that just me? I mean, that was totally one of those like Facebook quizzes. The Facebook quiz part, but then you had the images followed by whatever that I forgot the word was in the background. Um, it's like that was straight up brainwashing. Oh like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't put it past mother that the entire scenario in which the girl lived wasn't brainwashing. Oh, it was. I, yeah, well, definitely conditioning her it, to think and feel certain specific ways. Yeah, she needed to the feel empathy for living most things. ideal and desired outcome. Yep, that's what she said. Um, so, to, I, I yes, I agree with you. <laughs> whereas mother mother wanted to rebuild humanity as a better creature than it was, evolve humanity, but didn't want it to be completely robot led, because humanity yeah, right. humanity would have to be led by humans. So that's why she gave up her her mother body, so to speak, at the end once daughter was ready. Now, mind you, the lab yeah. was a bit fucked. Um, <laughs> well, you know that she had the mechanical means to make repairs, though, because you saw her doing that shit all through the movie. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh, here's something that needs to be fixed, and she had the know-how to do it, and I was like, that's cool. What I find absolutely fascinating about the character of Mother is that at the end, when she realizes that girl absolutely as built as was conditioned the way that she wanted her to yeah she she had her kill her kill mother yes but that doesn't kill the ai no like, it just kills the construct that she was inhabiting yes that's the craziest part to me like so so will girl think that she's killed mother no or, she knows she knows she knows, she knows that, that she everything didn't. everything outside is controlled by her she knows 100 percent she told her that she wasn't he's like it's all me all the drones outside are me i did all of this it makes you wonder, though, as vast as that facility has to be, because it has to have the potential to theoretically house 63,000 people at once. I don't think so it's, it's a no, huge facility. Not, not given in the plan. In theory. Not given the plan, In theory. Though. Yeah, well, yeah how much? but in theory, one would assume that it's huge. Probably at least 500, you know, max at, at well, one the, time. I, I wouldn't even but, say that. I would say a couple dozen at a time, if that. Because look how small the cafeteria yeah. was. Well, right. that's just we just saw a few rooms because True. These, these are the rooms that she is inhabiting. Oh, Certainly there are parts that of that huge. facility we never saw. Like we don't know how vast the food stores were, but we know they have to be quite abundant for this one it's, girl to have three meals a day for eighteen years, and you and know, that's still only have one. Lots and lots and lots left over, and that's only. I'm one going to assume that just in case shit goes sideways. She's got a backup drone she can drop into any time in that facility, at least one. Probably. Oh, yeah, that's that's my point. Is like, that's why I was mentioning it was because if, you know, if Mother, well, not if, it's a fucking fact, has control over every single robot and AI, she has a hive mind, um, she has to have replacements for Mother. She, like, that has to be a thing, or can rebuild one. And how much control over girl's life will she continue to have? I think I think that from here on out, it will be basic assistance, if at all, like protection to make sure that humanity does stay alive from whatever might still be outside. Um, but I think for the most part, she's going to be hands off. 
I mean, she made she I made think, she made yeah. her she made herself god of the new world, but That's, then yeah, yeah, but, say, but yeah, then god. god god decided to be hands off once the spark was lit. But the thing is, is that she's programmed with most of the knowledge that she'll need to survive, the skills she'll need to survive, the skills to raise the next generation and teach them what they need to know, including you can't trust the droid, the droids. Yeah. Droids. They're droids. Droids. They're drone droids. They're droids. Uh, but uh, man, ain't that just like a god though? Start a dumpster fire and walk away. But Jesus but but the Christ. whole idea that yeah, this shit needs. To, she flipped the table. Is all she did. She flipped the table, but you didn't realize that there was a whole other game board on the bottom. What I love about this, what I love about this movie, and and the way that it told the story is, there's a lot of stuff that's still technically ambiguous. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. we're given hints towards it. There's some stuff that's implied, but most of the stuff is ambiguous. Like we can kind of <clears throat> fill whatever gap we want for the rest of the movie. And I hope they never make a sequel to this movie. No, never. Yeah, leave it yeah, as it this is, is. For the love of God, this is this is like the first Matrix movie, a perfect standalone <sighs> film as it was. Don't fucking water yeah. it down with sequels. You know what? This movie remi- this movie I mean, reminds me a little bit of some of the Animatrix uh shorts. There was a couple, yeah. there was that one where they turned the machine, gave it like a soul so to speak. Um I found that part interesting. There was a, there's another comparison that I, uh, that just came to mind, Passengers. It's because I it is that. A, you've never seen pa- Oh, it's a great movie. But uh which you know, one it, was that one? Uh that's Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt in the spaceship. Yes, yes, yes. So we actually a, mentioned that I think last episode we talked about it a little bit, didn't we? We mentioned it because uh, the the entire idea of a um, a sort of twist as to what the like actual plot is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why we mentioned it, but because well, that- as as I haven't seen it. I know the fucking story, but that's that's very similar to this movie. Very small cast, claustrophobic story mm-hmm. told within a small time period. Weirdly enough, I didn't feel the claustrophobic, even though I knew it was there. I, th- I think because it was a single person in one place. Had it been yeah. a group of people, it could have had a very alien feel, which this already did. It did already have a very alien feel to it um, with the white labs and the dark hallways and technology being you know, more advanced than what we have now, but still similar enough. Um, yeah. Definitely inspired by a lot of that. But the fact that you know, mother mother became an enemy to humanity because humanity was its own greatest enemy and decided to reboot and make it better for the sake so of humanity. It it, right. it not only is the greatest enemy, but it also its greatest ally and savior in the rebirth of humanity. And isn't that what God is? So I don't <laughs> We're going know. too deep. Back out. Back out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> too deep. All right, so too deep retreat. <laughs> uh let's let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and give uh uh final thoughts and grades. Uh we're going to start with you, Shoki. Yeah, on a on a A to an F scale. A to an F. You know our you know how our, our grade system works, right? I do not. Okay, so I am uh, new. I am the new. top the the top is A+. Plus. Gotcha. Um and uh, it goes all the way down to D minus in the regards of like plus and, and minuses and all that stuff. And okay. F is just like it's the fucking bottom barrel worst. Okay. There's like, no there's no like, F plus or or F minus. It's just F. Okay. Like mute and kiss me first. Whoa. Right. Okay. Um, reading the, I'd say I I give this a good B. I give it a okay. good B. It was it was it was well written, well acted good self-contained story 
but uh, it could have just been just maybe a hair better. Not a whole lot more. Not a whole lot of growth to go. Maybe call it B plus if that's a thing. <laughs> that's that 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 sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go a little bit better. Give it an A minus. Uh, to me, it was. What's the difference? You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just Josh. a little. Just a little better. <laughs> um. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's beautifully shot. Yes. You know, well, cinematography. You get a, yeah, yeah. The cinematography is wonderful. You get a wonderful feel of yeah. This is a civilization, a civilization that has collapsed, but yet it is highly advanced. So you don't know what time period it's set in, but you get to feel that wow. Okay, everything is believable. This could really happen. Uh, you know, in the eventuality, but the acting was solid. I mean. Considering that you have only two human characters interacting and then a human character interacting with an artificial intelligence, you know, the fact that the suit, the guy that portrayed and wore the suit is the guy that designed and built the suit. All these things combined, you know, the story, the plot, you know, the the, the pacing, I, I'll give it a name on it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually go to Shoki. I, I think it's a, a B plus. A B plus. Jesus, good talk there for a second. Um, I think ultimately the reason that it's not an A is because it's it's kind of forgettable. Like we're we're not gonna talk about this movie years to come. It's it's a it's a one shot like quick night night movie to watch that's good. Um, and and it does get into some philosophical ideas and thoughts that you can have. Uh, you can discuss it in its ambiguous ending and all that kind of stuff, and that's great. But this isn't, you know, I'm not going to be talking about this like I do the fucking uh, Prestige ten years down the line. Who the Prestige? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's just it, it is what it is, and it's fine. It's 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 fun to watch. It's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination, because as you guys said, the acting, cinematography, the story, it's all great. It's just ultimately, I think that due to it a being a Netflix film and B um, having a plot that's kind of simple to watch. But, you know, when you think about it on a deeper level, there's more to it. But on the, on the surface level, it's a simple story. Oh, and yeah. um, I think that ultimately <clears throat> this movie will, uh, will, will not be very much remembered years from now. So I think that's that to me is why it's getting a slightly lower grade, but um, it's so, good. so what you're saying is Attack on Titan fans that criticize <laughs> Kotaku articles are just going to watch this and say, I don't get it. Wait, hold on. What, yeah. was it? what did you just, what word was, did you just say? <laughs> you know, like that restaurant chip <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I, I was just... I, I, I pr I've always pronounced it Kotaku. Oh, I'm Kotaku. sorry. <laughs> some people say Kotaku, some people say Kotaku. So, so in the pronunciation I think... in the pronunciation thing, one of the funniest things between Josh and I is that we would talk about uh um uh Avengers uh Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And I'd say Thanos. That's how I've always pronounced it, Thanos. Yeah. Um, but Josh has a different pronunciation of it. Thanos. I have always said it Thanos since the nineties. Well, right. his son's name is Thane, so you know exactly, which is why I always went with Thanos. Why? Because I in in I, other I think, I think if you're cartoons, a German, I think if you're a German, it's Thanos. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask our buddy Tim about that. I was just talking about the Red Skull. Like, referred to him as Thanos in the movie. 
Oh. I mean, in the movie, they also say Thanos, not Thanos. They say it both ways, so. but the Red Skull's the only one who addresses oh, they do. him as Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, think I, I don't think either way is wrong. I just found it fascinating. I was like... Well, dude, um, here where I live, we have we have our own completely regional dialect. I mean, the Appalachian dialect is a thing. And we're the only people that pronounce it that way. The rest of the country pronounces it Appal- Appalachian dialect. Yeah, right, like 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 wife and don't. sister is the same word. Yeah, it's it's Appalachian. No, no, it's that's, that's, in, that's that's in West Virginia, sir. Yeah. That's about no. two counties over from me. It's it's Appalachian. If but you, um, you know, it, but, it's just. Hey, it's part of my charm. Yeah, but uh, back to the movie. Um, <laughs> just digging through How the IMDb. that movie. Oh, well, I was just going to tag on. I think yeah, the one because he's talking about how it's going to be a little bit forgettable. People are going to for- just not really know about it. Um, I think one problem is they didn't have the uh, the viral campaign like Bird Box. They didn't have instance. a strong marketing. Yeah, a strong Bird, marketing campaign. The, the fact that Netflix actually started their own memes for bird box to get out the word before the movie ever dropped whereas this one had nothing because it's a much more serious movie than that one uh but the fact that there's like the cast is virtually unknown with the exception of the two main uh Hillary main Schwank main, main actresses Byrne. yeah that's uh but then like the people who worked on it are all no names like the director has only done a few little things the cinematographer has mostly done music videos um Stuff like that. And with the exception of, you know, Weta doing a lot of the special effects and stuff, uh, you know, it's still, it was a low budget movie. And the fact that, you know, we can get an independent film that's essentially, quote unquote, free out there for everybody to watch and be exposed to whenever they want. You don't have to be at a film festival to catch this, you know. Right. I, I hope it's not forgettable. I hope people watch it. But I mean, for me, I just I just don't see that as a thing. No, I see this, you know, like it's just it's there. It's fun to watch. It's fine. There's nothing inherently, quote unquote, wrong with the movie. Like I didn't hate a piece of it. Um, I just ultimately I don't think that it's I don't think that it's that good enough of a movie that we'll be talking about. It so here's outside a, of like marketing and stuff. So here's a thought. Would it be more memorable? And be maybe a different experience if it was done as a short series instead of just a movie. Uh, maybe. It depends on how much detail they put into pre-everything or, you know, like, I just... I Basically, like a like an anime OVA that would be split up into, like, you know, four, oh, no, four, four, or, five, four or five episodes instead of... It would, it would be lost in the, in the ether. If in five years I start talking about endings that don't give you every piece of detail and get and allude to certain things, I probably won't bring up I Am Mother. I'll likely bring up a different movie, a la No Country for Old Men. Yeah, um, ambiguous endings. Like, that's just, that's that's the point I'm getting at, is I don't see this movie having anything that I'll reference later in my life. I just hope they, you know, like like you said, no more sequel, no sequels, n- maybe a tie-in or something like that, a side a side movie that sort of le- or alludes to it being the same world, but not a whole cinematic universe because we need to back off that for a little while. But no, I, 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 I think <laughs> well, Marvel's the only people that can do that, right? <laughs> they can do it, yeah, they can do it well. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe not good movies, but The Conjuring verse is uh, fairly continuous. Um, I've never seen any of those. Yeah, I've, I haven't um, either. Right, but, so, but yeah, no. Um, so we're so we're gonna we're gonna move on a little bit because so, we're uh, 
Yeah, we're pushing. We're we're going way over time, um, which is fine. Not a big deal. Just we do know. know that this latter part is going to take a bit. So before we yeah. get to that, which by the way is how I was trying to transition things a little bit by mentioning if it would work as a series. <laughs> Thanks for going over my head on that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no problem. You got Imagine it. Imagine if Netflix um, did it as a series. <laughs> so real quick, Shoki, I do I do a different podcast uh, called Mission Start. Okay, where we talk about uh, video game news, and the guy that hosts it has uh, had a problem in the past of either a just straight cutting in and saying, "Hey, we need to move on." Um, so I made him put up a timer. Literally, I had to make him put up a timer so that way we would just move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so my my knee jerk reaction when doing podcasts, the hosting podcasts, is I'm just like, "Okay, next topic." Okay. Um, hey, every, yeah, to this, each this, their own. Mind meander endlessly until uh, we eventually have no way how to end it. <laughs> there needs to be a driver on this ship, okay? Uh, <laughs> I, I, but Shoki, um, yes. uh, why don't you uh, let the audience know who you are, where you're from, and whatnot, and, and uh, kind of plug your stuff. I can plug the things. Before, before um, we move on to Stranger Things. Hi, my name is Shoki. I run a channel called Shoki Reviews. <laughs> And I don't, I don't talk in that voice. voice. Um, but uh, basically, I review uh, cool, nerdy stuff, mostly Gundam, Transformers, anything made of big robots usually gets a good look on my channel. Uh, but I also like to do movie reviews. Uh, I have the Shoki Nerdcast as well. Uh, Josh Fisher has been on several times on different episodes, including uh, one where he told uh, a ridiculous story that ended up getting the... Uh, thing demonetized <laughs> but you was that the one yes, live show it, we did that saturday night with afate and yes it was the uh, it was oh, that one yes that yeah, that has yeah. been demonetized and i won't even fight it because that story alone um <laughs> but good, either way uh it's a good story it is a great story which by all means come subscribe and check it out if not follow me on soundcloud you can also find everything on uh instagram under the i think it's uh, shoki reviews on twitter uh the shoki 01 basically if you search shoki reviews yeah. on the googles you will find all of my things i post on facebook multiple times a day i've got the instagram follows i've been doing a lot of custom builds lately um including a really fun ultra, ultra magnus repaint that i just did that josh is jealous of and wants um <laughs> it looks very very nice yes. I, I, the thing i really love that you did recently was that uh mobile horror uh ball oh busted uh, horror yeah yeah no no oh the mobile the horror ball the, and uh, cup. The, the ball, ball and, cup. and cup yes yeah yeah no that's a good one too it's it's sitting back there. Both of them are still sitting back there. I'm going to end up customizing. I might do a a busted version of one of those to go with the the busted Haro, and then up like no. I've been doing a lot more customs lately just to uh, kind of break things up because there's not a whole lot of new stuff I'm reviewing. But I do have a big box from Big Bad Toy Store coming soon that will uh, have lots of goodies in it for that. But I like sitting down and talking with other nerds more than I like sitting and talking to myself now. So that's why it's fun to be able to come over here on y'all's show. Um, yeah, man. And I really dig the nerd cast that you do because, you know, it helps to put a spotlight on somebody in the community and helps, uh, you know, like in the community, we're both part of the realm of collectors, but you uh, haven't been there. Well, you've not been there much less time than I have. I've only been active for about a year and a half. And yeah. You came in a little bit after that, but mm -hmm. I mean... You were primarily before interacting with the Gundam community. Yeah, pretty much Gundams and, and, and other things, yeah. Now you 
gotten into this. And I like the whole cross promotion idea and intermingling and, you know, finding cool people in other places, other walks of life. And things like this allow us to do that. Things that, you know, that's the beauty of the internet. Things we couldn't do, you know, when we were kids. Now yeah. we can do this. And it's just very awesome. Well, Sorry, idea, I had a sidebar no, there. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, because I, I like doing the Nerdcast. I have not done one since we did that last live stream. Because um, I started doing the one-on-ones, which I just sit down and do a, a cross a mm-hmm. cross interview, um, which is fun to get to really know somebody. But the original idea of the Nerdcast was that I'd have on either a rotating cast or a semi uh, semi-regular cast, and we all like different stuff. So everybody brings something different to the table. So we don't just have a very specific topic like there's Gundam podcast. Okay, that's all we ever talk about. That's a pretty shallow topic, realistically. And so, you know, I brought it on where we're talking about upcoming movies. We're talking about uh, Star Trek miniatures. We're, we're talking about Gundam stuff or, you know, whatever the other people are interested in. So that's why the motto of the Nerdcast is it... Um, you may not be a nerd for everything, but everyone is a nerd for something. And, you know, I want to find those nerds and talk to them. So that's the whole idea yeah. there. So that's why, you know, I want to do more. It just, it's been one of those things. And because they do tend to run on, <laughs> it's like, but the embarrassing story ones definitely has, uh, I think, a longer lesson than most of the ones lately. Because there, there's some good stories in that one. I definitely suggest listening to it because it's funny. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Cause Between Afate's uh, race in grade school, and oh, I had God. a couple of really solid stories in there. Uh, Sammy being called in as a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then me falling through a ceiling. Uh, yep. Amongst other things. But yeah, no, that's 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 a lot of fun. That's But I like interacting with other people on their shows as well. That's why it's fun. I've been on the MSPS Theater with you before. And then coming over here because we mentioned I, I whatever we talked on the other night. Oh, it's just that uh, the Transformers thingy. And we're like, you we got to talk about up, Stranger Cast. You hit me up two nights ago and said, we got to talk about Stranger Things. And I'm like, what are you doing Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it, it's, well, I brought that up because we started talking about it the other night on Dust's Transformer talk, you know, mm-hmm. in between. And we're like, hey, just hold on to it for right now. We're going to talk about it later. We don't want to spoil anything for Dalton because Dalton. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah no, I, it's like, ooh, I get to talk with nerds. Now, it'd be nice that the wife yeah, was here because yeah. she has a completely different perspective on things, even though she enjoys stuff. But, you know, she's got a real job. Well, speaking of Stranger Things, yes. do you guys want to get into that right now? We can. Let's do it. I've never Let's seen the show. Let's get into the show. <laughs> so let's talk. That caught me off. That caught me off guard. I was not expecting I didn't, that. I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> I've never seen the show is what I said. Um, oh. <laughs> well, okay. Let's let's talk about this uh, nine-episode Coke commercial. <laughs> oh, come on now. It was only eight eight episodes. One was a double episode. I was just giving him credit for it being nine because of that long yeah. one, but. It may as well be nine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't break up the action if you don't have to. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's no need to give a synopsis because if you followed this show from the beginning or if you're even listening because you are a fan of Stranger Things, I mean, you ultimately have seen the show. Yeah, there's a lot. There's likely a high high chance that you've either a already watched Stranger Things season three, or are not listening to this because you haven't watched it and don't want anything spoiled for you. So we're just going to talk spoilers. Period. From here on out, 
It's spoiler yeah. talk, folks. Yeah, yeah it's we're going to have to because there are a lot of things in this season. Yeah. Speaking of which, I, um, have you guys seen the uh, the quote unquote numbers for the season opening this weekend? Yeah, uh, 40, 40 some odd million views just since the fourth. Yeah, and that was and that was that was like Thursday was through two, Sunday. Yeah, that was Thursday through Sunday. Forty million people saw it. I mean, I watched it all on the fourth, so there's that. We we had I a break too. Fourth and the fifth. We watched it between the fifth and the sixth. Well, I, we watched it. I got up uh, Thursday morning. We started watching. We watched the first four episodes, and then I had to do something. And then later on that evening, something was spoiled for me. I went to check my email because I have several email addresses, but one's a Yahoo email address that I use. Go to the front page of Yahoo, the massive <sighs> spoiler headline. It just says, uh, and we're going we're gonna to get to it, yeah. but it says, how spoiler death and Stranger you can say Things it. We're, 3. We're in spoiler talk. You can no, say that's, it I'm that. quoting what the headline said. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, somebody died, yeah. Oh. I, was, I was like, somebody's died, and I'm only four well, episodes in. So, you know so I immediately you said, fuck this, dying. and I'm yeah. finishing the season. So the last four episodes, it was, I was expecting it yeah. for episodes well, five, six, that, seven, and eight. Is that way before the season even started, people were already expecting a death? Yeah, because um, no, the Noah shot or is it Snap? Snap, Snap, Snap. Yeah, he 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 said in an interview like someone dies this season. Snap, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. Well, people, see, well, I, did, well, I didn't know people that. People have died in every season. I don't know why they keep pretending. Oh, it's a big shocker. And I still a main character. I still yeah. people can go on all and on on and on and on. Oh, justice for Barb. Fuck y'all. What about justice Benny? For Okay, hold on. Hold Justice on. for the I, I want to bring this up. I want to bring this up, though. The curse of the B name. Yeah. If your name what? starts with B, you die in this show. Benny, Barb, uh, Bob, <laughs> and then oh. uh, next. Billy. Uh, I wasn't going to go there until... I was going to wait until later to talk about it, but yeah, no, Billy. I was just like, God, That's fine. they really do just we keep we doing it. We haven't specified anything yet. <laughs> yeah, the Duffer Brothers hate people with the B names. That's why I never picked up on that. Uh, you know, honestly, I didn't either. Two. But ever since season two, they've been talking season... about it. Uh-huh. Because they did it again. They're like, why do they keep killing people with B names? But if you think about it, almost nobody else in the cast has a B name. Yeah. It's freaking weird. That's yeah, that's really fucking funny. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to make a quick, jo- but quick, I, I kind of sent this to Josh, but, um, it's crazy to me that in 2019 we have two phrases that will invoke emotions for people. Yeah. One is I love you 3000 and the other one is keep the door open 3 inches. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard that as as a uh as a thing yet, but then again. Oh, yeah. I I've heard it a few times already. Now, speaking just um, just a quick side note though, and you can edit this out if you want, Josh. Um, when you mentioned Endgame earlier and you're talking about your spoilers of this, I'm like, I had the uh climax of Endgame spoiled for me three days before I saw it due to a gif. Oh so <laughs> yeah, so I was really I was pissed. on I was on a, a Kotaku article that had to do with uh uh, a different game entirely coming to the Switch that was a previously on the PS4. Oh, uh, yeah. A Persona it? game. Yeah. It was Persona. It was about Persona, Persona coming 5. to the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I scrolled down to see what people are saying about it, and the first thing 
is a gif of Iron Man. Yeah, Tony yeah. Stark snapping. Yeah, like, same thing I saw. Exact same gif I saw. I was, I was like, like, are you f- fuck you people? Oh, whoever so did that. Um, but yeah, I so had nothing, anyways, I had nothing yeah. spoiled for this season though. Uh, but you know, you try to watch it as it. soon as possible because you know people are gonna talk about it, and that's exactly. Yeah. And that was the only thing that was I consider spoiled for me is that. I just knew that there was a death coming. I just didn't know who. And now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be somebody that's in the mall. So when a certain group of characters leave, I'm like, oh, well, they're safe. No, they end up coming back. (laughs) Okay. There's one thing about this season that bothered me more than it did last season. And it was how they split up into so many groups and then all coincidentally come back together at the end. I just like well. So one one thing you'll notice about the show that I found fascinating is that there's constantly groups of two. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. There's a video game that just came out on the Switch where Which you play I as finished two, yesterday. two characters. <laughs> it, it, it released. It's a it's a for the Nintendo Switch. It's called Stranger Things Three: The Game. Yeah, and you it actually plays out eight chapters in the game. They are titled just like the episodes, and it follows pretty much the exact plot of the game. And it's a puzzle, uh, like a puzzle action adventure game. It is very fun, actually. But as I was as I was watching it, whenever there was you know like whenever there was scenes and there was two characters in there, there was never a scene without two characters. And I looked up the list of playable characters. I was just like. Did they make the show with the game in mind as well? Yeah, they probably like, made it cr- right after the ge- right after the show was done. Well, I mean, it it was probably in development, you know, early on. But I don't know how long it would take to make that game. But you know, it was it's, it's a lot of fun. I really. I mean, uh, it's 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 fucking rad that they did it that way. I'm just I'm just stating like it's not common. Usually, no, a, f- a movie or, or or a show is made and then the game is supplement afterwards. Yeah, yeah. and um, usually has nothing to do with the actual plot of the movie yeah. that it's supposed to be, you know, tied into, or it's just a little side plot or a prequel. Or this happened, you know, this is the fucking show turned into a video game and it's yeah i just i just thought that was i thought that was really cool that every single scene in the show had at least two main characters in the scene yeah and um with the exception the good guys at least yes 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 because billy Billy spent most of his time alone or or sorry i specify that the main yeah the main cast is what i meant by that um but yeah i mean like so, so if you don't know, the, the, the story starts off almost a year and a half after the last one. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not it's even eight months. Cause the oh, last right, one's right. Halloween yeah, last year. It's 84. Yeah. Halloween it's, yeah. in early November of Sorry, you're 84. Right, you're right, you're right. Yep. And this is June, early July, July of 85. It's just, right, uh, right. for the most part, well, it, 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 it takes it place on and, June 28th and runs through July 4th. Yeah. Oh, it does. So I guess I my question, my okay. question is, is because the kids aged, you know, all the actors aged properly over time over the past, you know, year and a half since the last season. Yeah. So yeah. my curiosity is why didn't they place the show in 86, making it work a little bit better with how they aged? Because they wanted all the 1985 stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I 
Hey, yeah, if it had been shot, in, if they had said it in '86, that would explain why Ultra Magnus was there yeah, in Dustin's that, room a year early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, that toy doesn't <laughs> exist yet. We're gonna, I want to get into some of the the Easter eggs and stuff that I that yeah, I wrote yeah. down. I told you about some of them last night, but yeah, yeah that, you did. I saw that Ultra Magnus, and I was like, okay, I know at least seven people right now who are throwing a shit fit because it's 1985. Uh, that. That was I actually picked up on that in the first trailer a few months back. Well, I didn't know it was going to be set like, in '85 at that point, so I didn't even think about it. Oh, I did know it was going to be set in '85. Yeah. But of course, of course, Deluxe. The second he watches it, boom! Right there, You're like there we go, right there. He saw it first thing. You can't miss it. But wasn't wasn't there a song in season one that was out of place too? Uh, I don't know about a song, but there's. Um, I I made a list of of things that are interesting that may should not necessarily be in this movie just yet, but they make it work. Like they're driving a I they're mean, driving a car that's uh, doesn't exist for two more years, so that's <laughs> that's one thing. I mean that's that's the problem. I mean that's that's the risk you take with a uh, with a uh, a period piece show is that some things might be out of place or you know you do things that you know you pull a Steven Spielberg and be like ah people aren't going to really notice it. I don't know why they picked Ultra Magnus specifically because they don't really reference Transformers much. It would have made six made sense in '86. So part of me feels like they didn't know what year they were going to do when they shot that scene, and then they just that's left a possibility. It in. Yeah. That's yeah. a possibility, but you know, easier it would have been easier for him to just get an Optimus Prime and use that. Yeah, but also the fact they motorized it, but they had to motorize it for that because she's making it. But I don't because even what if like what if like what if it was a situation with uh, um, you know getting Mattel on board or whoever owns Hasbro, at the Hasbro, moment. Hasbro, Hasbro. Yeah. So I honestly didn't remember, so I was like, I don't know. Well, um, but no, that's my point. Is like, what if what if Hasbro was like. You can't use Optimus Prime or any of the like the big leading ones. You have to use an off-brand one. And oh, he's list still, you know, Ultra Magnus is he's like, still super recognizable. Yeah, there's no way they weren't going to know it was Ultra Magnus. But I mean, most of the other toys were just random. Well, not really totally random. I'm sure somebody recognized uh, every, every single actually, toy. Actually, I did have let a me, couple of me, those things from it. Let me say something to you guys about this. Yeah. Most people watching this show are not even going to recognize that as other than just a Transformer. Um, and that's my point is that like, let's take Deadpool, for example, there was a list of characters that, um, Deadpool or that they were allowed to use to interact with Deadpool from Marvel yeah. or from the X-Men universe. So my thought process on them using Ultra Magnus is that I didn't recognize it was Ultra Magnus straight up. I was like, oh, that's a Transformer. I don't know who that is. <sighs> um, so, but if it had been. Let's say Optimus Prime. They or did have an R two D two in there, and you know they did have like an R two, and he's global. a massive Star Wars fan. But he's not. But they. But Star. But Star Wars is not owned by by uh, Hasbro. My point is, is that did Hasbro yeah, they when they were trying to get a transfer? What? No, they're licensed. They're, they're licensed. They're licensed through Hasbro. They do own the license for toys or, or in America. It would have been Kenner back then. Yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is that if that to get. R2-D2 on screen, they'd have to go through Disney, not Hasbro. True. But but, but whoever owns, like, full-on owns the brand of Transformers, whether that's Hasbro or a different company, I imagine that that was the case where they, they said, you cannot use certain characters, but here's a list that you can. They, I think they would have just bowed out. I think it was just a mistake. Like, somebody should have known. Given given the, Duff, the Duffer Brothers' uh, attention to detail when it comes to stuff, especially 80s, 
mm-hmm. somebody wasn't paying attention and it had to make sure. it into the final I, scene. But I, I want to know why they didn't like use Thundercats. That was out in 1985. They could have used the Thunder Tank. That would have been fine. It was motorized. Because everything was either a tank. Yeah, Thunder Tank. I see what you're saying. I'm, I'm looking at a screenshot of it right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've got Ultra Magnus R2-D2, that black robot, which I had, that black and gold robot, the red visor. That silver tank I actually had. Mm-hmm. And that other green World War II era tank. They could have used the Thunder Tank. I mean, it was 85, the popularity. Yeah. But... Or they but, could have used Omega Supreme because that came out in 85. And was also motorized. Uh, yep. yep. But, but anyway. Either way, yeah. Sorry. We're, we're nitpicking the first damn scene. We're nitpicking the fuck out of a scene. Well, we're going fucking... to nitpick a lot of this, though, because there's so much to, but not in a bad way either. It's just like, there's so much to go over in this damn show. And like. Well, my, my entire, my entire like catharsis for the show is the story that took place because it was so well structured. Oh my god! Like it it was from beginning to end, everything that happened like made sense and worked even better than season two. Oh yes, yeah, yes. And season two, you know, I didn't feel was as strong as season one, uh, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I don't think anybody like, but this season, I think turned out to be my favorite season. I thought. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, in the first season, you had the influences of E.T. and the Goonies, yeah. but it felt like it was, like, directed by Stephen King or something, you know, yeah. and told in that style. And then season two, you had, uh, you know, you had the obvious Ghostbusters theming. But, right, right. Man, this year, it's like, okay, we got some Red Dawn, uh, you know, with the invasion of America in a small town. You know, we got fucking... um. Um, the thing, the you thing. Got, you got yeah, exactly With, the thing. And there were elements, influences from Back to the Future sprinkled in. Not just talking about the movie snippets, but actual, you know, concepts from Back to the Future introduced in the show. Yeah. Uh, what well, else? That's the thing about that's the thing about these shows, about, or about this show specifically, is that most period pieces don't really try to drive the nostalgia angle so hard. Where this show just, it's every shot is nostalgia. Heavy. What mm-hmm. I what I like about it is it's immersive because sometimes when you watch things that are nostalgia like you're like okay they're just they're they're doing the eighties like no no this is like you're watching the eighties happen like yeah yeah, yeah. This, it's this not is it's not paying homage to the eighties yeah. it is the eighties like, yeah at some point you're just like okay th- I know we're watching this in 2019 but they could have shot this in four by three with some grain on it and we would fully believe this was something was, from 1985 yeah but yeah what's so clever is that all the actors act like they're in the eighties because some of them not just there. by dialogue but just by the way that they present themselves and and do things are very 80s centric well is is it a weird possibility that technically they're growing up in the 80s because of this show i think they're oh, getting no, yeah, a heavy absolutely. influence because of it yeah yeah oh another thing i was going to say this also had a very strong terminator influence to it with the one uh, russian character yes. that's obviously oh my god that guy pissed me off so bad he even looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger from certain yeah. angles. He's like he was hardcore, and let, nothing would kill him. I was like, "What? Okay, first of all, when he fought Hopper <laughs> in, in, see in the lab, vest. yeah, no, no. When when he and Hopper go to the throwdown in the lab the first time, the old the old lab, oh, uh, the old Hawkins, the old Hawkins, Hawkins electric. Uh, electric company. When they throw down there, and Hopper just goes for chest shots or whatever. I'm like, dude, 
headshots. Or no, I guess it was later when he took him down with the vest. I was like, why are you yeah, shooting yeah. him in the chest when that you're was, at point blank range? That, Headshot. that was in the fun house. That was in the fun house. See, but the, yeah, first, the first time that he, he, he kicked him, his he ass. got him from behind and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that's He right. knocked him out from behind. The, yeah, they fought too many times. That's my problem. They, it's like, okay, oh. this should have been resolved. Somebody else should have hit him with a truck because normally that's what you would go with. No, they really want Hopper to get the win here eventually over this guy. But I think that hey, was the Rambo. That, that was the Rambo influence, though. Yeah, and I like how he turned into a big Magnum P.I. fan oh and is God, now yes. wearing the Hawaiian shirt and rocking the Selleck stash. Yes. What, I, what I personally loved about about Hopper's transition into who he is in season three from season one is that when we first meet him, he is an alcoholic, a pill popper. He is a womanizer. He just doesn't give a shit about anybody or anything. And then, and then L completely changes his life, and he is in full-on dad mode yes. in yes, he season is. three. He, he is he, a totally changed, responsible adult, but he's also a Vietnam veteran, so he's got elements of PTSD. Uh, you know, and I forgot about that. I yeah, did, too. So, so he's dealing with so much so fast, and all this government cover-up shit and NDAs and it's getting He's to He's an absolutely him. fascinating character. He is a fascinating flawed hero. Uh you know, not somebody you want to aspire to date apparently. Um <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. I was like, wait, wait for it. I'm waiting for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh so if you didn't hear about that uh, uh Evan Rachel Trump Wood, she yeah. fucking made a tweet said, oh, no. oh, my God, you don't date people like the cop in Stranger Things. And everybody's like, it's a fictional character. And she's trying to – she basically ended up – all these people started arguing about, uh, with her on Twitter and saying, well, you know, if you're arguing against me, you're an abuser and this and that. You know, you're coming to an abuser's defense. And at the end of the day, she's like, okay, I'm going to walk away from this dumpster fire. But, hey, go check out my bill that I've submitted before this uh, – this association and they hear on it this week and it's about something for rats for you know abusal survivors and i'm sitting there thinking you light a dumpster fire and you walk away come on now yeah you, it was we, so silly because it it's just silly. like it's like nobody i don't think anybody in their right mind mm. was just like y'all want to date hopper yeah. I mean, someone exactly like hop like nobody was doing that so why fucking anyway well, whatever we're off topic. Sp speaking of people yeah. who don't want to date hopper that in whole thing like the forced thing between him and joyce like well i should say the way he was more or less trying to not he really was his way on to joyce he was trying to like I hey i like you we should be together but like his he kept subverting himself where he's like she's not ready yet dude and like her well, man well, just she's died not ready like yet nine months yeah, ago she's eight <laughs> yeah eight eight months removed from seeing bob ripped to pieces by shit like that and he's yeah. like hey let's be a thing and you know she's not there yet and of course you know man we're a dumb fucking species yeah uh we don't get signals sometimes uh, I thoroughly loved the fact that their relationship was, like was in that fashion, just yes. because it caused for so much fucking comedy. Uh, speaking, it of really which, did. Speaking of which, did they have a misleading chunk of the trailer, like him in the restaurant, or is that just me? No, no, there was they. They clearly showed in the trailer him sitting in the restaurant waiting on her. But I could have sworn he had like a "oh she's here" face on. Uh, I could have no, sworn he had an irritated. Me. Damn it, she's not. Okay, here face the irritated on. face. Okay, 
So that's where I, I was lost. But no, yeah, no, that whole thing where he gets just completely obliterated I mean, let's be in the restaurant. Was Hopper never not irritated in this? No, this he was season? pissed off. This, yes, no, he was happy like one or two spots, but like yeah. he, he had teenage- well, after he threatened the shit out of Mike and he's listening to his theory, Big Jim. Or yeah. His, oh yeah, there's that smile on his theory, face. His theory, oh my his, god, his theme song. Yeah, you don't miss with Big Jim, <laughs> dude. That whole that, the talk, oh god, the talk. So I wish we could have seen the entire talk on the way home. Because I think we've all been there probably at some point where our girlfriend's dad drove us home and had to have a talk. And just like, uh, no. Well, something to that effect. Either way, but I, no, I, I, I did. You know, I honestly, here's, here's a little side thing about me. I never had a girlfriend in school. So, oh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, date I, in I, high I, school. I played ball no. and dicked around with my friends. I didn't give um, a shit. I did. I did. But the first girlfriend had an absentee father. So I, oh, so I, I didn't, didn't really have ever that meet him. Oh. And then the second girlfriend I had didn't have a father, so well, she was created uh, by the force. No, she had a father who wasn't around. Josh, that's not what you said. You said she had no father. Yeah, she yeah. Had, Oh my god, guys! I thought she was. Was her mother named Shmee? <laughs> Read between the lines. We're talking about Stranger Things. So born, born of the Midichlorians. I hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I make him say that at least once an episode. <laughs> but I like I like Hopper in full dad mode. I thought it was great because uh, he doesn't really know how to be a dad to a teenager yet, so he's no. learning, and it's amazing. Well, of course, did- she doesn't really know how to. You know, she's got hardly any what? social skills yeah. whatsoever, let alone also. Yeah. Also, Mike was being a fucking. I was about to say that shit. he was a hundred percent right about Mike. He was being Mike a was one hundred percent. Mike was 100% King Dick. Uh, it's like, he's like, I'm the one that found her. She's mine. Like, she's a goddamn lost puppy or something. Yeah. You he, know, it's like, uh-uh, buddy. You need to fucking pull your head out of your ass. Like, Max Max was a little bit wrong about Mike, but Hopper was 100% right about Mike at that at that time. But yeah, w- yeah, without absolutely. Hopper having that threat and all that shit that he did to Mike, a lot of the plot of this season goes away. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it like, really does. Oh, it really yeah. does because they would have been fine and they would have all been together on the whole thing with with everything going down with the uh, the mind flayer. But no, they were split up. They had this uh okay, the main protagonists have to split up now because of a misunderstanding. Yeah. And, um uh, so I want to shift gears just slightly and talk about my favorite thing this season, Scoop Troops or Scoop's Troops. Yeah. Oh, dude. I didn't give me. I didn't know that reference. You can give me Uh, a spinoff series of Stephen Dustin anytime. uh, Here's the thing: is a lot of people found uh, uh, Erica annoying, but I found her. I found her entire character to work so well with that fucking group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She she was annoying, and I think that's entirely intentional. Uh, Just because she. Has that juxtaposition of character of archetype compared to everybody else? Yeah, she's the annoying little sister who secretly wants to fit in and belong. Well, she was that, and she is actually really intelligent and likes to be yeah. in charge. But she also yeah, likes to keep that shit like, secret. Being a closeted that conversation nerd. Conversation about her being a nerd was so good. Yeah. Oh my, okay. Uh, fucking Dustin putting her in her place with My Little Pony was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And she's like, wait, why yeah, do you like, know about on. My Little Pony? Because <laughs> I'm a nerd, too. Because I'm a nerd, too, bitch. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I, lo- I love, like, how most of the kids 
are just like kids, but Dustin throwing out bullshit and all these other things. And he's like throwing out cuss words. I'm like, that's hilarious that it's coming out of him. I think they just wanted Gaten to have to actually say those words with no teeth. I was uh, like, before we, like, it's like it's son my, of a bitch is his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. While it's on my mind, I do want to uh, uh, spit some hot fire, a, a tiny uh, why you're wrong segment like I do on Mission Start towards the audience. Um, stop fucking blaming Dusty, Dustin and Susie <laughs> for Hopper's death. It's he didn't Wait, pe- he didn't die because it's that? their fault. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Yeah. How was it their fault? Me off. Well, if Susie hadn't forced us into sing uh, never ending story, first off, they don't also don't know a never ending story. A lot of these people are just saying that song. It's just like, motherfucker. I didn't know and they were going to do the, the whole song. And I'm like, oh my God. I love the fact that they did the whole song. I was it's laughing my ass off. And that it's happens like, That happens in the video game, by the way. Does it? <laughs> but you're fighting on... But the, while he's doing it, you're having to fight hordes of enemies coming after you. And yeah. trying to destroy That's the antenna. Awesome. So that was hilarious. I'll tell you what, um, though. I cheered like hell when I was like, oh my God, they're going to bring in Susie. <laughs> so, yeah yeah and i was like okay she's not, so she's not fake we need to know plank's constant <laughs> yeah yeah but that's the thing they weren't because they didn't uh she hadn't given them plank's constant yet they didn't have the key so therefore nothing was happening anyway yeah, that was gonna start happening still. until they activated the keys yeah i just i so, thought that, that part was great i'm like okay they've been teasing Susie uh, almost every episode until now we know that the uh the ham radio thing has to work it's like at some point they gotta bring in Susie they can't just leave that uh, that Chekhov's gun out there you know it's like and then they bring up a a random thing that nerds would only know it's like and talk about how smart she is and like okay well Susie's getting them out of this one let's just see how but then the fact that everybody on that channel had to listen to Dustin and her sing the never ending story theme like you can just see Hopper sitting there literally like what the fuck is happening Brett Brett Gelman I love his character Murray Bowman so much he's like I really hate kids (laughs) Murray in this I love that he was given so much more to do but also He's such a good character. The callback to last season with Nancy and Jonathan, he did the exact same thing for Hopper and Joyce, and it didn't really work in the same manner. He just said, he basically just said, fuck already. And he's like, and (laughs) they're just like, we can't right now. Stop telling us what to do. Whereas Nancy and Jonathan (laughs) did. Um, It's a difference between teenagers and grownups. But uh, I loved Alexi's character, even though he was only in here for like two and a half episodes. Yeah. Alexi was was so great. I loved how he and Maury fucking just became buddies, you know. And he's like, he's an enemy of the state. And all of a sudden, (laughs) they're like, hey, let's go to the fair. We're going to play games. Isn't this great? He's like, oh, I love America. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, we'll get you asylum, my friend. He genuinely enjoyed his his company. That was cool. I love that. No, the moment uh, at Murray's place when he... When Hopper left him there with the keys and shut the door and threw him outside. He's like, what are you doing? Just wait. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, yes. Yeah. That, I it's told like, you so moment right Yeah, there. that was amazing. He's like, he's going to come to the realization that if he goes back there with nothing and he's fine, they're going to think he gave up their position and everything. So he's not going to go. He gets all the way to driving the fuck away. And then he throws that car in reverse. And I'm like, and then that fucking mic drop moment. 
And yeah. he's like, Shit. Yeah, that was a total Matt Gut moment. It was awesome. I was just like, put everybody in their place. He's like, I'm fucking Hopper. That's really what that was. Yeah. 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 Um, All right, so... How about a little bit of... Sorry, a little subtle of uh, character development that we may see more next season. Uh, how Will kept wanting to play D&D, but everybody else was too busy with their girlfriends. Yeah. And, and until then, Mike brought up, he doesn't even like girls. Yeah. Is that... Uh, he, might, is, he, he might be gay, but it also might just be like... He's not okay, into... It could just be he's not there yet. My, yeah. Yeah. My nephew, my nephew's 16 years old and still has no interest in girls. Like, he is a late fucking bloomer. Yeah. So it might be something like that. Like I said... I didn't give a shit about dating girls in high school. I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was almost 20 years old because I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I was more interested in doing kid things. I wanted to play ball. I wanted to go and do this. So, you had your yeah, own interest. Girls weren't on the I, list. They, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. She, yeah I was like, Excuse oh, she's, she, she's, she looks great. And, you know, so-and-so looks great. And, yeah, I had crushes, but I didn't give a shit like, but, to the point where, yeah. I would rather be doing this than, you know, seeing my friends go off with their girlfriends as they got them. And I'm just like, yeah, so I get where Will was coming from. Yeah. But yeah, for, for that's not necessarily say, oh, well, you're gay. So, you know, you don't even fucking care. No, I don't think it was that. But even if it were, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I think it, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it was yeah. just, it was interesting how they kind of alluded to the possibility, but then went that route with her new character, Robin, which I yeah. loved. I loved Robin from the moment she was on screen talking shit to Dude, Steve. she was like, great. Ding, yeah. Calling him Dingus and had the uh, the failed attempts at picking up girls chart, which was amazing. And then yeah. got pissed when they erased like, it. That was important it, data. It's like you rule <laughs> and you suck on one side and yeah. it's like no for rule and six for suck. I, my but I love part, the fact that scene. Sorry, Greg, go ahead. I, was like, I love the I love the part of that scene where he's like, "Oh, I got I got to show off my best feature." He took his hat and, off and fixes uh, his hair. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "This will be no problem." Turns around, just like, "Hi, girl!" <laughs> like he kind of just had that. Like it was so fucking. He was funny. trying to be yeah. cool again because that's who he was. He was Steve the Hair Harrington in season one. Season two, yeah. he turned into Dad Steve, and now he doesn't know who the hell he is because he's out of high school, has almost no friends, and he's been babysitting kids and fighting demons. So he's like, I don't know who the hell his, I am, and I'm working in an ice cream shop. <laughs> his best friend's a fourteen-year-old that had been yeah. gone for a month to you know summer camp. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but dude, but, when when. When she he was pouring out his heart that he's like I really like this girl and she's giving me part of the most fun summer I've ever had yeah and she's like oh um I don't like guys oh my god I was obsessed with you but it was because of the, but when he realized that and they're just laughing it off I was like he, he just you know you know how the woman there's a, like a lot yeah. of gay guys they got a female best friend yeah I was he's like the, they just he, did the swap he's he's the, the he's opposite the best, gay friend. best friend yeah, yeah. he's yeah. Oh, Which wait, no, was sorry. just cool he's, as shit. He's her straight he's the, best friend. It's not the other way yeah. around. Yeah, no, I wrote yeah. that same thing right there. Um, um real quick, guys, I, I forgot about this. I just remembered it. I want to tell you before I forget. Okay. Um, we were talking about Murray Bauman earlier, yes. mm-hmm. and how fucking wonderful of a character he is. Well, if you remember in this season, Hopper says his actual number on the phone. Oh that he's yes, 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 I saw. You this, can yeah. call you that can... phone number. I don't yeah, know what so the here's, recording here's the is. Message. 
unfortunately, the problem is is that people have kept leaving messages on whatever they've used. So when you call the number now, it just says message box full or whatever. <sighs> so, but people have, you know, transcribed what it is. So here's what Maury says to you if you listen to the message. Hi, you have reached the residence of Maury Bauman. Mom, if this is you, please hang up and call me between the hours of 5 and 6 p.m. as previously discussed. Okay? If this is Joyce, Joyce, thank you for calling. I have been trying to reach you. I have an update. It's about, well... It's probably best if we speak in person. It's not good or bad, but it's something. Uh, if this is anyone else but my mother or Joyce, well, you think you're real clever getting my number, don't you? Well, here's some breaking news for you. You're not clever. You're not special. You are just simply one of the many, many nitwits have called here. And the closest you will ever come to, or, or the closest you'll ever get to me is this pre-recorded message. So at the beep, do me a favor and hang up and never call here again. You are a parasite. Thank you and good day. That's wow. Fantastic. I the love fact that. that they went to the length to record that message and make it a real number that people could call is awesome. Yeah. I, I had that reaction whenever Hopper gave out that number. I'm like, that's not a fake number. Like, yeah, because TV fake numbers, numbers are always in five, Hollywood. Five, five. Yep. Like uh, California license plates in TV <clears throat> shows and movies yep, are always are PCE. Fake. Yep. They always start PCE. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, yeah. Just, I, I, sorry, I, wanted to, I, I remembered it briefly and I was like, if I don't get it out now, I'll forget about it later. So. Yeah, that's actually, that's freaking genius, honestly. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, what else? What else do we got? Because uh, we, we haven't so, even there's talked so much, much about what this. happened yet. We're talking about details. Uh, I, We're talking about characters because like, it's that's all character. It's, a, shines, it's really. all a character story. I mean, uh, yeah. but I love the fact that uh, they established that Robin is intelligent, and that she brings up well, I know th uh, what three languages. I think she said four languages. Which yeah, she was fluent. English. She was fluent in Spanish, uh, Italian, French, Spanish, French. Italian, and German. Oh, in German. Okay. I was going to say, none, mm -hmm. of, none of the ones she listed had a Slavic root. I was like, that's going to be hard to learn Russian without having a Slavic uh, base. But she figured it out in like two days. So, so. Yeah. She's like, I cracked yeah. your shitty code in one day. <laughs> two kids that work at a at a, at a, at a uh, ice cream, cream shop cracked, yeah. your, that <laughs> cracked your code in two it, days. Or a day, I was thinking a about day. it earlier. Uh, when they were talking about the, the phrases used in the code. So even if you deciphered it it just sounds like gibberish essentially and it all being uh mall related stuff as like to me i was like who are they actually sending this to because almost all of them are located there except for the delivery drivers who are bringing in whatever the green stuff was i assume it's, it's, it's called promethium he said promethium but there's no way for him to know it's promethium he was just throwing out the example of it being a rare material that could be used in yeah that, well in the video game that's what they listed it as promethium okay well we'll see in the future what it might be because i hope we get a little bit more in-depth uh research into the what they actually were doing because we don't even know why the russians are trying to open up the upside down it was opened by accident in the first place by Eleven, so, and then the scientists said, hey, I wonder what this is. So why the hell are the Russians even trying to do it in the first place? They want to well, like, they well, weaponize it in theory, you know. They, in theory, they want to weaponize that's the That's the prevalent theory, they want to weaponize them, yeah. I, 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 it might be a little early to talk about this in the podcast, but I'm going to bring it up right now. Are we under the assumption that the American 
in the post credits. Yes. Is Hopper. No, no, it's, uh, I think it's, it's Brenner. There's, there's, that's the thing. There's two theories out there. One, it's Hopper. The other is Brenner. Because how would the Russians know anything about what happened when it was Brenner's division that was the one who knew about it? Brenner. But. Drawing a blank on Brenner. Eleven's father. Dad. Wasn't he killed? Wasn't he killed in season one? No, but they quote, said unquote, died off screen. At episode seven of season two, when she goes to Chicago and finds her sister, and they go to take out the one guy who had been responsible for harming her mom and put her in the catatonic state she's yep, in, yep. he said, I can take you to Brenner. He's like, he's yep. dead. She's like, no, he's alive. I you forgot about that dead, part. But he is alive. Oh, shit. A lot okay. of people because- think it might be Brenner. However, the Duffers themselves had said, if there is a season four, the scope's going to get bigger, and you're going to see that there may be portals outside of Hawkins. Which makes sense. They've because said that, which would make it Hopper to me. I think Hopper's in the Upside Down, and I said it to Jessica. I also think that, yeah. It, I, think, cause either, I think that was his only way out. He knew, he's like, okay, if I stay here, I evaporate. If I go through that hole, I know where I go. It's and he's suck. already been there. He knows how to navigate, but he can he could get there and he could survive. Well, navigate Hawkins, my so my yeah. only question was, oh, this this has been a question. I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring this up. Maybe uh, people can answer uh, in comments or something. Uh, the upside down. We know it's an alternate dimension, more or less, and it reflects reality. But mm-hmm. how do Going all the way back to season one with Will controlling the lights on the wall. How do those things change in the Upside Down for somebody who's there witnessing it? So I I have an idea that I, I, I feel like it's not actually a parallel universe. I feel that it is a mirror universe, which is different. Because that means it's directly attached to our universe. I, don't, yeah. I mean, like I don't even universe. think of it as a universe. It's just, it's another plane of existence in this reality. It's just you can't see it or touch it but unless it, you it find compl- a way in. And it, it completely exists the exact opposite of this. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a classic D&D. It's, it's the shadow plane. From yeah, D&D. it's exactly from D and D. You're right. Uh, just well, that's, as a yeah, because that's that's hence the upside down, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that they talk about in season one. So that's why I'm saying, like, a lot of people say alternate universe. So I'm like, I don't really think it's that. No, I, no, I think it's, it's something. It's, well, it's not it, that at all. It's they've established it. it. It's the shadow plane. It's a shadow plane, but things that happen in real reality get reflected there. Yeah. So it's like she hung the lights on the wall. He manipulated them in actual reality. Mm-hmm. But it also looks like a post-apocalyptic version of actual Earth, too. Like, there's cars in the street that are destroyed and stuff like that. And houses are ripped up and things like that. Whereas, they're fine here. I mean, maybe the Shadow Plane exists that way, obviously. I don't know enough about D&D to know that. But it's interesting to think that something that can be done... It's, it's almost like uh, Bill and Ted's time travel. Okay, remember to do this there, and then we'll have it now. So if they know Hopper is in, if, if say, season four, they find out Hopper is in the Upside Down and they need to help him, they can give him items from our universe by placing them where they know he is, and he can access them in the Upside Down. 
I was I mean, hoping I, yeah. I was hoping he would have taken his radio with them, and we would have gotten some radio static from him uh, as a teaser instead yeah. of the teaser that we did get. Well, you know. Well, that's why that's why I'm saying like it still might not be Hopper that's in that. No, I don't think cell. he's in the yeah. prison cell. I still think he's in the upside down still. I think I think you know actually that's kind of where I've been leaning. I think he managed to get through the portal. Yeah, and that it's Brenner in the in the prison cell in Russia. My, However, my, you know good. nobody's going to know he's there because. The only people that he would really communicate with would be Joyce. Joyce yeah. has moved. That's Eleven's true. not at his cabin. His cabin was destroyed. Eleven's not there. You know, she moved She moved out of town at the end of the show. With, and they uh, all think he's dead anyway. With anyways. the buyers, and they think he's dead. So she's depowered right now. Yeah. She's not going to be actively looking for him because she thinks she's dead. He's, yeah. He, so I like, I like the idea of him being stuck there for a while and trying to find his way out. My other thought. And, and this is one reason why I thought that the Russians might be doing what they're doing. So we find out from Alexei that they, they created this key to open a portal. We saw at the very beginning that they tried it in Russia and it kept failing to the point. And that they it, tried it in late June of 85. <clears throat> yeah, they tried it. They tried it before they tried it. And and it didn't work, quote unquote, <laughs> until they found out about Hawkins, which once again, the only main way they could find that out is by somebody who was there and knew what happened. Mm -hmm. um, but why they were trying in the first place, we don't know. But one I thought I had was that they wanted a way to get into the U.S. secretly, and they were trying to open up gates like that a, they could just step through. Yeah, a like you, like the Nether in in uh, basically treat it like the Nether in Minecraft. I think that's why the I, that's exactly like what you're saying. Why they built Starcourt Mall exactly where it was? Yep. Yeah, because I think they they figured out that that was the prime location, and they were just like, we need to cover. Well, up. the thing is, is that um, the Starcourt is only the the uh, doorway. That's only how they get to the underground bunker. The bunker itself is miles away. Which is probably close to the original actual Very rip. close to the And they're like on the other side of the wall, basically, is the way I looked at it. Like and so now I don't know what the actual uh layout is in the show, but in the video game. Yeah. Where the mall is located. Uh Hawkins Laboratory is, you know, situated <laughs> relatively close to it. Okay. So it could just be, you know, three or four miles away. You know, it can't be that far. It's a very small town anyway. Well, remember but Erica talking would, about how far, how, how long it would take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is how I mean, they, Dustin keyed in on she's a nerd because she did all that math in her head. It's a rate to her moving. Which uh, is impressive. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, it can't be too far, but I would think that realistically I, they just... And how do you build a giant bunker under a city and nobody notices? Very I mean, quietly I mean, and slowly. And plus, yeah. as many hundreds of feet it was down, because it was hundreds yeah, exactly. of feet below the surface. How did they burrow that deep without having a giant coring device? The mines don't just I mean, they happen. Could, they could have, <laughs> they, I mean, the way that I think about it is that it was it was scouted beforehand, before the mall was even built. Yeah. 
And then uh, making deals with the mayor, they were like, hey, we want to build a mall here. And he just gave them the land, which is kind of what Hopper figured out. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. And, the detective work was good. And, and as they put up walls during the building, you know, digging that low into the earth, I, I think people would have just assumed it was construction sites. Yeah. yeah. Also, how did that many Russians get in in 1985? <laughs> like, that was hundred, a couple hundred Russians minimum, not to mention the guys actually doing the delivery constantly for, for uh, well, the that, power supply. Well, I think supply. that, to me, to me, that was one of those uh, suspension of disbelief situations, like when you watch Red Dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess that's like, true. How, how does that, does, none of that makes sense, but it it's fun. Yeah, we're used to the world we live in now, like, where it'd be a little harder. Um, but... Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But also Indiana. Yeah. Like it's not like they're on a coastal city where they can pop in and out. You know, they have a pretty well, that's, that, that's also plays in, you know, how that's always been a thing in movies and movie <clears throat> trips. How do you invade the US? Small yeah. town America. I mean, yep. look at the movies like The Faculty, um, you know, yeah. or Red Dawn. I really liked I really liked the the uh after the fight in the mall. Mm-hmm. There's like what looks like an old news broadcast. Yes. Um, like hard copy style. Yes. Like I like the idea that Hawkins is Hawkins is now on the map because of these events. Yes. And the like the next at least two seasons because we know that it's supposed to get like they they have an idea for five total. Yeah. Um that at least the next two seasons are outside of Hawkins or multiple locations and not just Hawkins. Which is why it would make sense for the buyers to move away. And we- I actually want I want a significant time jump for season four. I think there will be. Like, I think it'll like be a couple late, of years at late least. Late eighty six, maybe no, no, early eighty seven. I'm thinking nineteen. I'm thinking ninety. Oh, I'm thinking nineteen ninety. Well, I think like the kids are adults. No, I don't know if it'll go that oh. far. I don't think we're gonna go full on it. Um, no. where we jump way ahead. I think, I think it'll be a couple of years or, well, cause they're talking about, I don't think it will be, I think because they're talking about coming back for Thanksgiving or Christmas to visit. Which, yeah. But I don't think you're just going to see a visit. I think no, you might see it, well, photos of a visit in a scene. Yeah. Like, oh, remember when we took this last year and, you know, maybe well, be like set in late 86, maybe early 87, who knows? But I yeah, think but, they want to try to keep it. 83, 84, 85, 86, maybe ultimately end in 87 if they possibly can. Yeah, I think so too. But what I was getting at is most of these seasons take place over a week or less. Yes. It would be, you know, and they keep it fairly tight. Nobody's going very far. Like even 11 didn't go super far away uh, last season in that one episode that everybody mostly because wants to forget Indiana, about. Because they're in Indiana, it's close to the border. That was a good episode. I mean, it fell out of place, but it had to take place because she needed it, to hone her skills. Yeah, and it was know. all expo- and it was a lot of exposition as well that we. It needed also helped to set up. Hey, where's we need more about super powered kids? Um, where's one future. through seven? Where's nine and ten? If this is eight and eleven, where are the others? And are there more after that? Yep. You know, uh, so I don't that, know how many there's going to be after that because things kind of went wrong. With yeah, I don't. I don't point. think there's going to be any <laughs> after eleven. But what about but no. the other unknown nine? That's true. We could definitely. I'm sure there's got to be at least one nine. or two that. There, well, there's got to be at least one or two. Hey, it's Slipknot. Um, yep. <laughs> there's got to be at least one or two that survived. Aside from them, and I, they're I, probably, I don't absolutely. think I don't think they're all alive, but I think there's a few out there. 
Yeah, because that... Well, that's what's so crazy. That's what's so crazy about this season. Like, season one, it was kind of crazy. You had one monster. You had an entire different area and government conspiracy. And I was like, okay, that all fits. That all tracks. And then season two, it was just kind of more of the same, but the stakes were a little bit higher. And then this season's like, so we have this giant mind-controlling monster and Russians. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit, like, slow down for a second. I love that they at least teased the Russians last time, whenever yeah. they came looking for a little Russian girl. And yeah, like, episode one, Maury Bowman. Yeah. He's like, Russians have invaded Hawkins. He was he right. Even he just said didn't it. know it yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, there's no proof of it as of yet, but there we go. But I love, okay, there's one good theme that was started at the beginning of this, and of course it carried out in a different way, and it was the idea that small town America is ruined by big corporations, so all the shops are closing because the mall opened. Everybody goes to the mall for things. And that legit happened. That is a thing, that is a phenomenon that still happens to this day. Well, it happens now because of Target and Walmart. Exactly. Uh, and and but the fact that you've got protests of farmers and other people like that who are out front of uh, City Hall protesting the mall, even though it's too late, the idea that they're like, the mall is ruining Hawkins and it will be the death of everything and literally is what it was happening <laughs> due to the Russian yeah. influence. But they didn't know the actual impact. They were feeling the, the basic economic fact of it and mm-hmm. just like. That is so funny that they kept they started that theme one way and then totally took it another direction and being very literal in the sense that the oh, mall yeah. would be the end of everything. It weirdly subverts a lot of ideas. Yeah, it it, it subverts that, a lot of it. There's a lot going on under under the surface. Wink, nudge, nudge. No winking. Um, no winking. I'm pointing at things. <laughs> um, You're just yelling it from the rooftop. Look! There are Russians Look under here! the mall. <laughs> Look for the guys dressed in all black, carrying Uzis and have ponytails. Look out for them. That's how you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, uh, the mind flare. Yes. We barely talked about that. The big um, baddie. That is a fucking rad villain. Like super fucking cool in my mind. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I Like, I I like the idea of adding a villain to this show that is more psychological than just a giant fucking monster they have to fight. Mm-hmm. Or run I thought that's what was an interesting change from last season, where it was this giant creature, but its power was shrunk into a tiny place in it being Will, basically, as his avatar. Um... But then at least he was infecting everything last season with the underground tunnels and converting things into the the upside down. But then when that plan fails to bring the upside down there, and now he knows of Eleven's existence, he comes in in a new physical avatar in Billy because he just happened yeah. to be there and a very damaged well, individual. Well, you know, his his uh his essence that left will at the end of season two. Yeah. It never passed back into the Upside Down. No, it just happened to land there in that steel, in that steel, steel mill. mill. Yeah. And that's when it started like, oh, I'm going to feed on these rats. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. The the way it... Exploding this, rats are fun. This was a very gruesome season com- in comparison. We just got... <laughs> yes, We is. got neck snapping and bites and stuff like that. I mean, what happened to Bob was pretty gruesome, but realistically, they didn't like tear him open. 
They just kind of bit into him and like he died eventually. This one, people are yeah. exploding. Rats are exploding. You know, <laughs> good God. Like that when the first couple of rats started exploding and turning into goop moving across the floor, I was like, yeah, people are going to do this later, aren't they? <laughs> and then when you yeah. saw Jake Busey do it, that was so cool. Holy shit, dude. That whole thing with he Jake. Was awesome. Oh, first of all, Jake I Busey Jake was Busey. totally Jake Buseying it up in this. Oh god, I, yeah. I like I love that everybody essentially who was a dick in this got their comeuppance. But then of course the innocence as well that got dragged into it like the nice old lady uh who just reported a rat problem. But she was a busybody, so she deserved it. She was a well yeah, I'm just like kidding. Did, oh my god! I was like, I like how they didn't uh, they didn't shy away from showing that the mind flare was taking children too. Anybody? Yeah, but they didn't show the children exploding though. They did no, skip that. They skipped that implied, part. It was implied <laughs> they were there, but you know. Yeah, when he, when he did the final call, and then like all these people started rolling, you're like, holy crap! Like Billy's been busy. File. One a single file, one by one, they just drop and they just turn into that power <laughs> shit and well, merge with him. So he, so he made his first forms from the rats that he could gather, and it was dog-ish sized, if we had to guess. And then, like once he started getting some human bodies, he really started to gain some mass. But it seemed like he would make or he would turn people, and then send them out as as new avatars. And then, like his size was consistent from there on out, despite the fact he had let them go. Well. Thousands he, of rats swarmed to him. I too. guess he could be pulling more rats and dogs and God knows what else. He, he, he I think he went for things he could easily control. Uh, yep. Billy was just yeah, because his 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 biological mass didn't matter what what creature he took, as long as it could add to he his. Just, overall he just needed size. flesh and bones. Is all he really needed, and like just a, yep. a a character very similar to the Blob, but with given more structure. That he could just grow the more he absorbs people. And it's just like, yeah. and then when they started turning black and exploding, and or whenever they threw him in the sauna, and the old lady was like screaming in the hospital, it's just like, holy shit! It's yeah. just like it was just like when they started burning the tunnels, and, and uh, Will and essentially and Will, too, yeah, and... which was still one of the most striking scenes of season two, where he's laying in the field screaming, and the camera slowly Ugh. zooms out. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I like how the focus was taken away from Will because he was, like, the, the MacGuffin of seasons one and two. Yeah, yeah. And finally, it's like, okay. He to try to be normal. He can, he can sense his presence, but he's not influenced by him you, anymore. You mean his That's Will good. Tingle? Uh, will Tingle. <laughs> or Flare Tingle, kind of. Uh, I do <laughs> like the concept of the flayed. And just, like. His flare His flare it's flare it's flare sense that that took me a while guys i just want you to know my brain was racking trying to come up with a spidey sense tie-in and that's the best i could come up with so hope you're happy yeah. good job hope you're, hope you're i, I do think that that particular <laughs> uh thing was done a little too much like oh he's got goosebumps up oh, he's reaching back on his head up oh, he's here it was it's like it, the problem was is that they kept they kept filming it they kept filming it right from behind his neck to where he would touch yeah. it. And I'm like, I get it. We know. Just show him touching his neck and that he knows he's there. I mean, like, is there a point where he's, like, in the kitchen getting something out of the fridge and everybody else is in the other room and then he sticks his head in? It's happening again. You know, like, just like, oh, okay, thanks. And then they just keep going, you know, <laughs> kind of subvert the thing. Like, 
It's like it has it's serious like every time. It's like, yes, we know. <laughs> it's like the flare detector is going off. It's like so he went from being the MacGuffin to being the flare detector. Uh yeah. so I mean it, it was okay, but it became a, its own joke by the end. Like yeah, he's here. Little, yeah, we can but... hear the breaking glass. <laughs> it's like, look up. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a giant thing on the ceiling that only one little girl noticed. Oh, that was uh the one... that was uh the the little sister. The one time I thought it was the most ridiculous to use it was when the fucking mind flayer is sprinting down a fu- like uh uh the 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 forest yes. towards that cabin, yes. and just before it gets there, Will goes touches and goes it's here, and then a bust through. I was like, just have it bust through the wall. Yeah. I don't but, understand why you needed a war. By us. the way. That took a long time for him to get from where they saw it running down the road to actually being at the cabin. It's like, if it's that visibly close, you didn't have that seven or eight minutes. <laughs> that thing he was had two minutes stop. away at max at full Maybe speed. Maybe the mind flare had to stop and pee. Apparently. And ask for directions. It's like, no, it had to take a breather because oh. it had all those lungs. It had to, it's like, oh, we're all tired yeah. at once. Yeah. Maybe, See, maybe, I'm, maybe, I'm maybe much... about 30 of the bodies that inhabited it were smokers because, you know, everybody smoked in the 80s. That's true, and, actually. They showed and, that. They showed that in the newspaper office. <laughs> I'm very okay with, with uh, little things like that just because I pay actual human dollars to see the Fast and the Furious movies. And I'm okay <laughs> with the ridiculousness in those. So. That's true. Those are superhero movies now, so that's a different story. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. You know what? It's Fast and Furious 10 in space. I, I, I'm calling That's it That's true. Now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, I just... I, I This whole show had so much going for it and so much, like, heart and and attention to detail. And I... I if you haven't watched this show, I don't know what you're doing. They don't have Netflix. Like, I hate to say it that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, those are people who are Hulu only. Oh, they're just I'm that sorry. Stubborn. <laughs> well we are going dude we this always podcast is very long we, we we always say you know we watch things from netflix amazon prime youtube premium hulu we never watched anything on hulu and we probably never will at this rate because the only thing they i thought we watched nope i watched something on hulu. nope we were gonna, gonna say, watch there's... the runaways one time and we said nah there's not very many hulu specific series that people no. really grab gra- that you know what I'm saying. that's the word yeah, I, I mean, we gravitate to We watch things on, we watch things on YouTube Red oh. before we watch things on Hulu. Hey, there. Speaking of which, uh, the movie I suggested to Josh is a YouTube only, so that technically counts. There, there yeah, you go. so Josh, we it could watch, we could do that one. Um, I did one, but we should. Uh, well, ahead. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna bring up uh, the concept that because Josh mentioned it earlier, uh, Eleven being depowered. And how she basically, like, burned her shit out throughout this season. Because we saw her be more powerful, for the most part, with her basic powers than we've ever uh-huh. seen. When she was throwing away, throwing around the mini, the mini flare in the hospital, uh-huh. I was like, damn! Like, <laughs> she's like one-handed throwing him around the room. And, you know, that thing's got so to weigh some- like four or five hundred pounds. It's, it's two dudes plus God knows what else. And she somebody pointed this out on, on Twitter because you, you what you're mentioning right now. Uh, somebody else noticed. Yeah. But what they what they wanted to point out was that when she closed the gate in season yeah. two, um, she also lost her. Powers. Yes, we just She's, didn't see it because it was in the time gap. 
So I think it's I think it's fairly clear with how strong she was in this season that it's like a muscle. Yes, she's flexing it and then it gets tired and but she even said she even said later that you know it'll you know uh, it'll get stronger it'll grow, it'll come back. You know, she mentioned well, that. Ma- so we Max said it to her. Yeah, Mike said, yeah. And and you saw that it was getting weaker over time, but it also seemed to get fairly weaker depending on how much not just how much she used it, but kind of how much blood she lost. Because I don't know how she was functioning by the end of this movie, let alone walking. <laughs> yeah. After the sur- after I that mean, surgery on the mall floor to remove the, the little chunk out of her leg, it's just like, uh, no, you're not walking on that a few minutes later. I'm sorry. Even if your friends are helping you. <laughs> he was rooting around in her calf. <laughs> In her shin, in her shin, and like as soon as skin, I nearly threw up. Like the wife, she, the wife is like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Oh!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "His hand leg. is inside her leg, along chasing that the slimy thing." Leg traumas, nothing. Come on, yeah, yeah, walk it off, yeah, walk it off. You did. Mm-hmm. You left it behind. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know you're trying to wrap it up though. Can I uh, bring up the mo- can I bring up the movies that were in the theater? Because I mentioned this to Josh. Yeah, what I what I tend to do is I'll say like we should wrap it up. Any final thoughts is what okay. I do. So if you have more to talk about, go yeah, ahead. that's what I was gonna. Okay, so uh, hold on, I got actually. I'm looking at the wrong part of my notes, but I thought this was interesting. Um, it's just it's another one of those little Alfred tales. Yeah, so this is this is the fact that the Duffers really love the '80s, and the fact that okay, so this movie basically took place. The climax took place on July Fourth, obviously. So, Back to the Future, big featured movie in the thing that actually came out July third, nineteen eighty five. So that was opening weekend for that movie. That's why it was so packed. And you mentioned earlier some of the themes and the science and and stuff like that being used in this movie was actually pretty interesting. Uh, another, another movie, just going by the list, uh, outside the theater because they hang on it for long enough for you to see these movies. Uh, movie called Daryl, which is actually a, uh, an acronym. Oh yeah, the acronym D, yep. 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 And apparently that's about a 10 year old boy who finds himself to be a government created robot with superhuman abilities. Yep. Wow. And by the way, that, I looked up the dates on these things cause I'm a dork. That came it out came June out. 14th, uh, 1985. Mm-hmm. So these are all movies that would have been in the theater at this time. It's great. Return to Oz. Yeah. Dorothy goes back to Oz and teams up with her friends to defeat the evil empire. <laughs> Basically. Is that the one with Fruza Ball? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. That was a freaky oh. movie, by the way, with the really rollers is, and all yeah. that. So, I mean, the the oh. fact that these movies were out then and this movie is themed the way it is. Also, by the way, uh, it came out June 21st. <laughs> I looked up. All these things came out around also, that time. Was, also, by the way. Uh, yes. Only totally ever been in love with Fries, Fries and Bulk for like ever. Uh-huh. Huh. A lot of people have. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes. <laughs> the Stuff. Which is kind of a parody of the blob and the thing and stuff like that. It's actually kind of a horror comedy. Um, yeah, this ooze turns people into zombies and, zombies and eats away from them on the inside. And it's a satire on human consumption. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> it's like, I was like, really? Also, All Fletch. Of these, yep. Yeah, Fletch. I noticed that one. Yep, an investigative reporter goes undercover to get, in this case, into some drug trade. And we've seen Nancy and Jonathan doing a lot of investigative reporting. 
in in both of these movies, but in this case, they are at, he's or she's a, or wants to be a reporter. He's just a photographer. He's the, the Jimmy Olsen to her Lewis Lane. Which, by the way, Jonathan was not given anything to do in this this season, comparatively. Uh, and uh, one that doesn't really have to do with anything, Cocoon, <laughs> which is just a great old movie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, unless we see some people de-aging due to uh, stuff they've done in uh, the uh, the Upside Down, I don't know that uh, Cocoon really th- thematically fits into the movie. But other than the fact that they were all out basically in the same weekend, which, by the way, Fletch came out in May. So this that one had been sitting there for a while. It was <laughs> but- a very popular movie, though. I've still, I've actually, so, um, I've almost it, never seen any of these. It really, it wasn't unheard of for movies to be held over for like two, two months and like multiplexes like that. Yeah. Two and, and three the, months. So. And the fact that, you know, we weren't getting hundreds of movies a year, <laughs> you know, exactly. 50, 60 like movies a year. E.T., I remember the theater that I saw it in. Uh, it had been out for a month before I even saw E.T. for the first time in the theater. That movie theater had E.T. playing for yeah. 10 or 11 straight months. So, in you, 1982 you know, to 83. Okay, so if this show goes a little bit longer, I want The Land Before Time to be in the theater at one point, and Joyce dies in that season. <laughs> Okay. You don't like Joyce? I'm just saying. Like, a mom... Mom... Oh, speaking of moms, either way. Littlefoot. Mike's mom. mom Mi- yeah, I was going to say, but Mi- Mike's oh, Mike's mom in this season. Between the movies and the show. Yeah. Oh, Mike's <laughs> mom trying gotcha. to be a cougar. Yeah. She did look good with her blonde hair. I didn't even recognize <laughs> her. <laughs> she was trying to be a fucking uh, a cougar that was already fucking married. First of all, fuck Ted. <laughs> I wanted him to be part of the flayed so that he would be dead at the end. I was so oh, over man, Ted. I he's hate Ted. so fucking funny, though. But he, just well, like, he, he was barely in this season. That guy got uh, a paycheck for that shit, for one line of dialogue. Uh, he's he's barely in season two and three, but, you know, what little bit he's there, he's effective in his uselessness. That shot, actually, in the end of one of the episodes where it shows all the flayed standing in front of the mind yeah, flayer. Yeah. Um, uh, I was actually like slowly looking at each person, going, "Who am I meant to recognize?" Yeah, like, I don't think it was anybody. That was the thing. I was no, like, they yeah. didn't, they didn't want anybody you knew to be there and be like, "Well, you put these people on camera long enough, it must mean something." But then, realistically, it wasn't. I think that's all. I think that's all because they really wanted to show. They really wanted the spotlight of all the flayed to be on Billy. Yeah, yeah. and the fact that he, I love that because he was like the main avatar. He never got absorbed. Like but if, I also uh, love the fact that, you know, he redeemed himself totally from being a douchebag in yeah. season two. Um, that, what year did Christine come out? 1984. Yeah. The movie actually came out just a couple of months after the book was released in 84. Is it just me? Is it just me? Or did that shot of him in front of the mall, like, revving his engine with that the That was on? totally some Christine was, moments. Yeah, that his uh, threatening revs. Just sit there and rev your engine with your busted ass Camaro, <laughs> just like Arnie. That's just like rad. Arnie did in that Plymouth Fury. Yep. It's, personally, I, uh, we could talk about the Christine movie later. The book was so much better. It's one of the few things oh, I, the can, book I was can talk about. Infinitely better because the he wasn't. Either way, 
No, but yeah, no, yeah, it was yeah. that same that same idea. The headlights come on, the engines rev. But if it had been a '58 Fury out there, I would have shit myself. I'd be like, okay. It's like I've learned. I've learned to be afraid of that of that car. Um, but yeah, no. All right. Well, we should definitely we should definitely wrap yeah. up because there's a long ass podcast. Yeah, yeah I mean, this uh, it could have just only... been Stranger Things. It really could have. Really but could've. I am mother was surprisingly good, and it you was know, yeah very. Yeah. Uh, well, we, a we, fun philosophical we had an, dig. We had a thing when uh, I think it was season four of uh, uh, Black Mirror. There were six episodes that each had their own story to discuss. Yeah. And Josh and I were like, "Well, let's do another show on top of it because it's just six episodes." <laughs> Slowly realizing that seven. we could only like we needed to do yeah. yeah. Was it seven? Yeah, it was seven, and six. we devoted like ten uh, minutes to talk about each episode. And yeah, it um, was that was nuts. There was uh one but, uh, there was one last chunk of symbolism that I thought was interesting right at the end, and that the when the key was destroyed, it had like the exact same shape as the mind flayer's claw mouth thingy. Uh, and you go back and if you I go back and look at that, that, but I'll go back and look. Yeah, it's only it, no. I I kind of I'm I'm thinking about it in my head, and yeah, it you're really right, does. It it's like they did that shit on purpose. Like, and oh yeah, I was like, yeah, but no, it was a great season. Um, yeah, since, well, let's go ahead and give let's go ahead and give uh, uh, final thoughts and grades. I'll go ahead, uh, Shoki, um, since you're the guest. We'll let yeah, you... let's start with Shoki. Um, jeez, uh, I give I give it a damn. I don't want to repeat myself, but I, I kind of want to give it a B plus. But I'm closer to an A. I would I would have said uh, last season was definitely a B, a solid B. But I would give this one definitely an A because there were moments where it really I really reacted to what was happening and there was some and there was a lot of surprises that i didn't expect the they under they undercut expectations a lot but then a lot of times they're just they played they played to their expectations and then they undercut them at the same time so i actually yeah, i'd give it a solid a uh, all right what do you think greg um i i'm i'm in the a park as well i think uh it's it's really fucking solid i i loved the the character interactions the way that everything was kind of split up i i really adore i adore is not the right word i love when when movies or, or tv shows do a thing where there's groupings of characters and they they all converge in the same spot at the end um don't know why i love that stuff because you stuff, grew up so. reading comic books and it's like a marvel team up yeah i guess yeah i guess uh, it's kind of ingrained in my head but uh yeah, so so that that was super fucking fun. It was the the comedy was perfectly timed. It didn't feel out of place or shoehorned in. Um, the uh, uh, like I, there's there's times in in these shows where you can kind of spot or notice t- uh, times where they just didn't care about the period piece part, and this entire show gave a shit about that through and through. Um, with with like. How characters acted like every fucking male in that show wore shorts above the goddamn knee. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Built- yeah, there was just there was just so much to to love. Like even Star Court Star Star Court Mall looked like a mall would in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with that very specific design. Um, there was just there was just every angle of it was was a treat to look at let alone watching the characters do their things. 
Like you could watch the series again for entirely different reasons and, and still just get as much enjoyment out of it. Um, I think the reason that it's not an A plus is, uh, there are a couple things that maybe go like, like we said, like the fucking Mike and his Spidey sense, um, or flayed sense, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The Mind Flayer uh, Manifester. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's that's Willie, Billy, Billy, though. I was going to say, that seems more like uh, Billy. <clears throat> <laughs> also, hold on. Uh, not, like not, stuff like that's. I'll, I'll bring, I'll come right? this back to this later, but go ahead. I'll let you finish your thought. I was say just little things like that are, are kind of like weirdly edited in or shoehorned in. It's like, okay, we get it. Just go on with the story. Um, and also, I don't know about anybody else, but. I just did not give a shit about Nancy and uh, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan's relationship just didn't fucking care. I don't know if they just didn't put enough effort into making that interesting, but it just felt kind of lame. It was, it was a central plot point last season. This season, they there's enough to do. They wanted to build the relationship with Robin and Steve, and deal with the the growing relationship between Eleven and Mike. So Nancy. To Nancy and Jonathan, we knew what they had. So if they had a little bit of trouble with him just being way too absorbed into his job to pay attention to what she was dealing with, then fine. And then the Joyce Hopper dynamic that had to be dealt with. We dealt with their bullshit last season. Yeah, you're right. There was no reason to care this season because they didn't give it enough attention. They just, they just needed to be yeah. detectives and exposition people. Yeah, yeah. So it was just it was that that's that's the only fucking reason that it get like. But even when Nancy and Jonathan were doing stuff like in the hospital, that was fucking awesome. To watch. Yes. Or or their stuff with the old lady, I was I was interested. Mm-hmm. It was just like when they're having their relationship issues, I'm like, fucking yawn. But so that that but I mean that's so fucking minor, guys. Like that is a that is what the definition of a goddamn nitpick is. So I think it also comes down to what they talked about last season with the the shared trauma being the key to it. Now that they're in normal yeah. life, their relationship has issues, but when they go back to yeah. the trauma, it's where their relationship builds. Which is <sighs> a fascinating character study to watch. Yeah, and just to shoehorn this in next season even though it's not being confirmed we can all but assume that it's going to be announced any fucking day uh they've moved they've moved he's in a different location so i think you're going to see them try to struggle dating normal people and it not fucking (laughs) work out because they don't have that shared trauma (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely but yeah I, i i love the show love this season it's Miles better than season two might be better than season one, but then again, we wouldn't really know the characters that way we do in season three had it not been for the first two seasons. So it's not like a standalone situation. Yeah, but it is fucking fun. It is a fun season, even with the horror elements, even with the the terror and the threat of life. It's still a very fun season. Well, Josh, what about you? I enjoyed this season so much i mean literally i loved season one i really 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 liked season two almost as much as one but not quite i like this season more than season one uh this is my favorite season of the show of course you can't get there without the other two predecessors of seasons of course but 
this show, man, it it was this season was fantastic. And like, you know, I said I saw that headline blank spoilers death in season three and I'd only finished the first four episodes. So you know how action heavy those last four episodes were the entire time I'm on the edge of my seat with anticipation. I was excited. I was you know, because you've grown attached to these characters, you feel for these characters. It's just like, oh shit, no, they're gonna so and so is gonna die. And there were a lot of legit close calls. We got raised stakes. The production value fucking spot on. The incredible fucking soundtrack has always also in the department thinks that, you know, hey, remember season one when they found Will's body, they were playing Peter Gabriel's cover of David Bowie's Heroes. Will turned out to be alive. Well, that shit was playing over Hopper's letter to Eleven at the same time, so I think that's going to be a thematic connection there. You know, he's in the upside down, he's trapped. Uh, but, God, this season, man, it's just, it's surpassed what it set, and I think this season deserves an A+. Uh, you know, the minor little grops and nitpicks here and there, I'm forgiving of those because it's just everything else was so much more well done than what came before. I have one tiny nitpick. Yeah. What's that? Uh, uh, Hopper's letter to Eleven, which yes. was great. I love the message that he that he said there. I, it, first of all, the wife went, I hope they don't have him do the voiceover. And then it started. She's like, no, oh, she started, of course. She started you crying. Have, because start, that's why you have to have the voiceover yeah. to get to elicit yeah. that emotional response you want your audience to have. Okay. But my nitpick and the thing that kept me out of that moment I was watching watching him write the note. I'm like, there's no way he's writing all that in the space of that piece of paper that because he started in the middle of the middle of a piece of paper to try to write this enormous note. <laughs> I was like, OK, that was my. Yeah, nitpick. it would have been it would have been a two page letter. I agree. Yeah, that However, was my nitpick for that. And it took me out of the moment because I was like, <laughs> there's no way he's writing what he's saying, because it would take up way more of the paper than than he could possibly be writing on unless he went Eminem style writing his thoughts out in whatever direction. But no, yeah, that, using the margins and yeah, yeah he, st he started writing in the middle of the damn paper. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, it's I'm like, damn it, David Harbor, you've ruined that for me by not knowing how to write a note. <laughs> it's okay though. Right, one of my friends, shorthand. one of my friends, she sent me a message the other night. She's like, I'm starting episode eight. She's like, I got a feeling I'm not going to like it. I was like, just watch it. And then yeah. uh, uh, or she said, I got a feeling I'm not going to be happy. And she messaged me an hour and 20 minutes later. She's like, I'm not happy. I was like, you're not fucking supposed to be happy right now. You're supposed to be emotionally devastated. Yeah. She's like, I've been ugly crying. I was like, then good. Then the show yeah. did exactly what it <laughs> wanted you to do. It yeah. made you ugly cry. Misty sat here and cried herself to sleep because we stayed up until after three in the morning finishing the season. She cried herself to sleep. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh, that was brutal. It was gut wrenching." I but I didn't have I didn't shed any tears until literally the the like the final line of like if for the sake of your dear old dad, yeah, keep, keep the, the door keep the three. goddamn door open three yeah. inches. That I was like, part, oh, as, my heart. <laughs> as a father of a twelve-year-old girl who wants to dress like she's twenty-five and she's getting to that age where I'm going to start have to deal with this, that hit me so fucking hard. I was just like, "Yep, give me the tissues." <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, this season, man, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I want to watch it again. But 
We've got other things we need to watch. What are we going to be watching for the next episode we review things on, Greg? So there's not a whole hell of a lot coming out. There just there just isn't. So we're going to watch a couple older shows, uh, maybe that come out in the past month or so, two months, whatever. Uh, the first one is The Rain Season 2. You might have remembered Josh and I reviewing this. I don't remember what country it's from. Denmark. Denmark, thank you. Um, so it is subtitled or dubbed. And I'm sure it's just as good as, as Dark because of the strike now being active. Well, the Reigns so watch... English dub was good. It was. It was. I'm just saying, like, if you want to watch a dub to go for it is my point. But uh, luckily, the it's only six episodes and not whatever. I think ten was the first season or eight. nine, something eight, like that. But it was eight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, it's only six episodes. Uh, but we're also going to watch a comedy on uh, Netflix called Norsemen. Josh pointed this out to me. We're going to watch season one and two. Uh, they're each six episodes long, 30 minutes apiece. Um, looks fucking hilarious. I'm excited to watch it. Just uh, the trailer but, uh, alone gave me a very Python-esque feel, and I'm down for that. Yeah, because yeah, in the next two weeks, we really don't... There's really nothing coming out until... The next episode that we're going to do after yeah, that? Yeah, and that's, we already know what it's going to be. It's going to be The Boys on Amazon Prime and the final season of Orange is the New Black on Netflix. So, Which we're both very excited yep. about. Um, I'm a, so that episode will be much better than the next one, I feel like. Uh, maybe. Or the next review. Episode. Maybe. Uh, we might, yeah, Norseman and Rain might be fucking knock, you know, home runs out the park. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, so next, so next... Review episode, guys. Norseman and The Rain, on both on Netflix. Um, of course, always, the following week, we do uh, Uninhibited, so you can join us for that next week. Um, but guys, that's going to do us do it for us today. Uh, real quick, uh, Shoki, uh, go ahead and plug your stuff again real quick for us. Once again, you can find me anywhere just by searching uh, Shoki Reviews. That's S-H-O-K-Y Reviews, because some people seem to not know how to spell it or actually pronounce it when they see it. Uh, Shocky. Yeah, I get that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that after I talked to Bobby, he said, my, I'm like, God damn it, Bobby. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so you can find me on on the Facebook, Instagrams, YouTubes, all the things like that. Just just find me, follow me, subscribe to me, whatever. And uh, Nerdcast is always open up to uh, fun people. Maybe I can have Greg on one day if we can talk other things. Dude, that'd be yeah. a cool show, man. Heck yeah. I can, I can talk to him uh, all about how I broke down all the different cars from Stranger Things to find out whether they were from that year or not. Yeah. By the way, there is I, an uh, internet movie uh, car database. Yeah. IMDB <laughs> for cars. Yeah. So <laughs> it will tell you oh, every I, vehicle that is in a show or TV or show about or movie. Five, five to eight years ago, I would have been surprised by that, but... The 2019, I'm not shocked or surprised at all. Yeah. Didn't know it existed, but I'm not surprised. Yes. Because uh, the internet do what the internet do best. Um, yep. uh, Josh, Josh, go ahead and plug your stuff. Well, stuff. along with being on this show with you every Friday, you can catch me every Friday night live around 9 p.m. Eastern on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on a little show we call MPSP Theater. Uh, each week, you know, we basically break down and look at uh, things from the entertainment and nerd world and talk about those. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Greg's been a guest a couple of times. Shoki's been a guest on there. Had a good time. But yeah, 
really enjoy it, uh, go to the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, subscribe, follow that show. Uh, you can catch me on Facebook um, under my regular name. All my social media profiles are linked there, my Instagram, my Twitter, and everything. I just did a very short uh, charity drive on Twitch that I decided to end because of the time commitment and just things not working out the way that I wanted. Uh, so unfortunately I had to put that, let that go to the wayside, but yeah, that's, that's where all you can find me. What about you, Greg? Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me sitting in front of my laptop or Xbox playing video games for the next suitable future. <laughs> um, but no, you can, you can search, uh, Chub Rock Geek on, on, on Google or whatever your preferred search engine is and you will find everything i'm involved with since that's the branding i've chosen um you can find my twitch my twitter my facebook my instagram uh you can find my old reviews on missionstartpodcast.com which actually we're very close to obtaining just missionstart.com very close which i'm very happy about yeah because we do other things on the on, on the website other than just the podcast yeah so i was like why don't we make the branding just mission start and then everything else, you know, we'll add on a thing at the end, depending on what it is. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I'm going to do a lot. I'm going to, I have to start doing video reviews for the website and the, and the YouTube channel. Cause we need more content, but whatever. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, 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 the, uh, if you haven't heard of the podcast that I do with my buddy, Anthony, and now Ramen. Um, what we do is we pick four topics, four to five topics that happened in the week in video game news, something that we can discuss. We, we give our opinions about what's going on. Uh, you know, we might not have all the knowledge of the intricacies and whatnot, but we definitely give our opinion of just some, you know, average Joes. Um, and, uh, it's a good time, but I also do a segment at the end that I know Josh likes quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called why you're wrong. And what it is, is it's me telling the internet why they're wrong about something. And my favorite one, well, not my favorite one, but the most recent one, I basically went off about how not, you don't feed a troll. You don't feed trolls on the internet. And not just in the context of like that old adage of don't feed the trolls, but Dr. Disrespect is a character on Twitch played by a guy named Guy Bomb. Um, Dr. Disrespect is a wrestling heel persona. That is how he acts. He is disrespectful. That's the whole point. Yep. And he recently got in some trouble at, at, at E3 for going into a bathroom. He apparently didn't know the law. His people didn't know the law or the rule about on Twitch. So he got his channel suspended for two weeks. Um, and, uh, which I thought was a little bit short of a punishment, but whatever. He, uh... He then decided, as the character, to attack two journalists who had reported on Dr. Disrespect and this whole situation, or past situations. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, so when, he when, he, when the character attacked them, my thought process was, you have two options here. You ignore it, or you respond as a wrestling face. You only deal with Dr. Disrespect as another character, even if you're going by that name or by your own name. Um, and unfortunately, they a ton they of people did not play bait. that hard, 
very hard. And uh, uh, so I basically was just like, you don't, like, you have to learn. He's, he's trolling you guys, and he's winning when you get mad at him. When, when, when E3 was going on and he tweeted out, uh, uh, mobile gamers aren't real gamers, <laughs> the fuck do you think that is? His actual opinion? No. He is playing up the character. And um, so when I presented this why you're wrong, I got a feedback from someone saying, well, what if you don't know that he's trolling? And I'm like, then it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like it, w- it, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter to you that he's trolling you because you don't know that it is a troll. Um, so in that context, like, it, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. Jason Schreier and the other guy that wrote for Kota- for that wrote right for Kotaku, they uh, or as Josh says, Kotaku, Kotaku, whatever fuck you say, um, they know. So fee- so so firing back is ridiculous. Uh, that was my point, and uh, but I do other things like, well, like what have I talked about in the past, <clears throat> Josh? Like getting mad at quote unquote titty streamers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Boycotting games is fucking stupid. Uh, just things like that. I, I just basically, if the internet has a dumb opinion, I argue it. Well, you're wrong about um, loot transactions or uh, microtransactions and loot boxes. Microtransactions, yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch. I love doing it. And uh, so if that's something that suits your fancy, come check that out. Um, we also upload each segment from the podcast on the YouTube channel, which is Mission Start Tubes, as we've as we've labeled it, because we can't have Mission Start. Thanks, some random guy who's not uploading videos. Um, You're welcome. It was right, Josh all not... along. <laughs> it was the stump. Uh, <laughs> the stump did it. I blame it on the stump. Stump, stump tubes. Um, He's an asshole. <laughs> guys, you can follow. <laughs> You can follow uh, All Cued Up on all social media platforms. Uh, on Facebook, just search All Cued Up Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Cued Up Podcast. And on Instagram, it's All Cued Up Podcast with underscores between each word. Um, follow us there. You'll hear updates if we change a show like we did this episode where we're going to talk about Fleabag. But Josh hated it. Oh, absolutely. Um, you hated Fleabag? <laughs> hated it. Dude, hated I couldn't it make it. Minutes. Really? I, I okay. couldn't. I, I just the way it was set up, I couldn't. I just liked everything about it that they were trying to do it. I know they were doing it to be different, but it just didn't work for me. And I was just like, "Nope, I'm out." Sorry, my <laughs> microphone was falling off. Um, okay, not gonna argue with you. Not here to argue. Yeah, I, I know. I haven't even watched it yet, so I can't even have an opinion on it. But uh, I just heard an again, in-depth review th- about it the other day. I was like, "Damn, that actually sounds pretty good." <laughs> That's why I was going to watch it. That's why I suggested it, because I, I heard something. I was like, oh, man, this sounds fucking funny as hell. Everybody <laughs> wants to Josh. be a critic. What do they know? Yeah, you don't actually have to Shocking. know anything to be a critic, though. You can, it's yeah, just an I mean, opinion. I mean, we're not professionals. These are just our observances and opinions and things. Speak and, for you yourself. Know, just, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm it's a professional opinion show. giver. It's what I do. If you want to uh, directly support the podcast, guys, we do still have a Patreon up, as far as I know. Um, you can, <laughs> oh, so you can listen to us. <laughs> hey, you can listen to us on Radio Public, which shoots us like what ten cents every listen. No, something two, like that, or two, a penny. Two cents. Two, two cents, cents per download and listen. So yeah, that 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 can help us. Um, so you literally give your two uh, cents to people. Also, also our merchandise. 
If you want our cartoon faces on a shirt, a mug, um, plenty of other stuff via Redbubble? Yeah, we've got a Redbubble shop. I always forget if it's Redbubble or not. Yeah. There's so many shirt sites. Uh, it's, can, somebody, it's, uh, can somebody do a cartoon face for me a, for this episode? Write that down right now. <laughs> it's, it's redbubble.com slash people slash all hyphen cued hyphen up hyphen shop. By the way, I got a question for you guys because I just had a thought. Yeah. Uh, do y'all have a do y'all have a catchphrase for this podcast? Uh, no, we're just two nerds that like internet shows. No, because I was just thinking, yeah. it's like you could finish it. It's like now you guys are all queued up, and then get out. So it's funny you mentioned that <laughs> because that was originally the idea. Yeah, that was absolutely the original idea before we started doing this on our own. And I think I ended a few episodes like that, and we realized how corny cheesy and but weird it's so good. it sounded. It is, <laughs> but it's also it's also cheese ball. It just didn't. It didn't fit for some reason. We we both listened to. It. We had other people listen to, it and they're just like, "Yeah, no." Oh, see, I love the cheese. That's why. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the cheese too, but I'm just gonna put, stick to it being on pizza or in macaroni, or just in my mouth. Or, um, yeah, that too. I just had to. <laughs> yeah, I just guys, had to ask because I thought it was funny. <laughs> no worries. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, definitely go go and give uh, uh, Shoki some love on on YouTube, guys. Uh, please do. Uh, he's been an awesome guest. It was it was fucking awesome to have you here dude your perspective on stranger things was far and above and beyond what i was thinking so it was awesome <laughs> to have you here thanks man um, that was fun i, I love yeah. doing these kind of things yeah i knew he'd be but a yeah. good fit for us because you know just his takes on things that i've talked to him about before so i was like man you want to talk stranger things you're coming on the show so yeah for sure um, yeah, thanks for yeah, th thanks for being available to do this today, man. It was a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. <laughs> you know me; I'm always available. Well, yeah. <laughs> once you're off work. Well, yeah, but you aren't going to start at nine a.m. I mean, if uh, if there's ever if there's ever two shows, or or you could also be on an uninhibited for all we care. Like, yeah, we're yeah. actually trying to get people on uninhibited because uh, it's it's not a structured show. Yeah, it's, it's a laid back BS session for a good ninety minutes to two hours. See, I like, talking I like, about whatever comes out of our mouths. I like I like both ways. I like either fully unstructured or semi rigid structure. Like if you yeah, looked at my yeah. show, if you looked at my show notes, like it was more organized than we actually ended up being. <laughs> that's usually <laughs> but that's yeah, fine. I, I, but that's fine. Is that, I like I, a structure with a podcast. I like when they're kind of like, all right, let's move on, <clears> but it's not structured in the idea of like what we discuss like i'm not like okay now we only talk about dustin for 10 minutes like i'm not gonna do yeah that. yeah yeah no 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 it's fine it's it's a loosely structured <laughs> thing it's got an outline there, it's yes, got a yes. box it's got yeah. a box to stay in the box and that's fine yep, yep. that's kind of how i look at it but um this box got a little bit longer than usual guys so if you're if you're hearing this thank you so much for listening we appreciate every single one of you uh stranger things was a very 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 well done show that we needed to have a long discussion about we could have had one episode on yeah. really but by the way i call okay. i call that the shoki effect when things go way longer than they possibly should have <laughs> hey you know what it works in this context at least yep. but guys again next review episode norseman season one and two the rain season two next week josh and i will shoot the shit on uninhibited we might have a guest i don't know um but again Thank you for listening so much, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody. And keep on nerding. <laughs> <laughs>